1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. We are indeed. Good morning, everyone.
2: Welcome to this 19th day of January, the 20th anniversary of SEN. The very first morning that uh, took place way, way, way back uh, with myself, with The Wisp and Bill. And we're going to reminisce today. We're going to uh, play plenty of the old stuff. And we're going to talk to plenty of the old boys. We just saw Bricky with Shebecky walk in. Tony Shabeki's going to join us and do some sports raps. We're going to talk to Matt Thompson. Ox and Marco are going to join us. How good's that? Hullo. We're going to do Craig Hutchison, Dermot and Billy in the last 10 or 15 minutes, and Mark Fine's going to come into the
3: studio. So what about that, Wes, for a walk down memory lane on our
2: 20th birthday? What are we doing in here, by the way? Well,
3: we're, we're going to put it all together because we started uh, on air as the first presenters on SEN all those years ago. Great to see Shebex, though.
2: I know. He's uh, wandered in. He's going to do a couple of sports updates for us. He's still the voice of the G, you
3: know. Well, I didn't know that. Actually, I had to years. ask him that before, whether or not he was still the voice well, of the Well, you G. didn't
2: have to ask him. You came in here. I'm still the voice. <laughs> <laughs> How are you anyway? Oh, I'm
3: good. How are you? Good How to are see you? you. Yeah, does no, great see you. to see you too. I'm glad you still got the beard on. I yeah. like the beard. The of, beard has to stay. I might actually just start a whole new sort of Twitter rant about this. Okay. Campaign. A campaign. Yeah. I'm a lo- I'm Your beard sure should I'll be trending like, by the end of the day. I'm
2: trying to get a, a ragnal... No,
3: it's a good look. I'm going to get the long Ragnar with a um, a beard ponytail. Yeah, I must ask him next time we're texting, uh, oh. <laughs> Viking and I, how long it is since he had a shave. This is the, we've got a lot to get through today. Does he now choose roles? Does he now choose roles where it's required for him to have a beard? Because otherwise, it obviously have to be a clean shaven. Know, uh,
2: that show that he's doing now is taking the world by storm. I know. What's it called? I don't know. The B is it? Um, Unbearable likeness of B. Be- oh, did someone yeah. tell us. Hey, th- let me just get this out. This is exciting because we're not back full-time until another you know, few weeks yet. But no. uh, the Ramble, it's for Cobram Estate, premium oh. Australian extra virgin olive oil. They've jumped on board the Ramble. I'm not surprised. Neither am I'm either. not
3: surprised. I've been using the Cobram Estate oil all summer long. Every salad I make, every steak I cook, everything I have, I put (laughs) a little bit of Cobra (laughs) Meste. So do I, to the point where I've run out. (laughs) Have you? (laughs) I must have got a lot more than you because I've still got a big, big supply. i got the stuff still. Who was the other boat that uh, pilfered a little bit of it when it came in that morning? It wasn't Hutto, was it? No, No, it wasn't hard. Well, it might have been. No, it wasn't hard. Someone pilfered the lot. (laughs) No, they did. They did. Sam Edmund, was it? No, no, it might have been. It was somebody else that took it. Um, hey, O4, I should mention his
2: name. 11 16 is the text number well known to all of you. Jump on board. We haven't spoken for a long time. Get on board. We'd love to hear from you. Or give us a call, 0433 If you've tuned in for a comprehensive sports program, probably today's not the day. Uh, Although Shebex will give us the updates, he'll give us the sports updates.
3: He will. And uh, Matty Thompson, uh, who used to do a lot of that sports stuff too, he's going to be with us about 6.40 this morning. He's going to tell us. uh, And by the way, we've extended the Olive Branch, not the Olive Branch, an invitation to
2: anyone that was involved in this station over the 23 years. And everyone, yeah. To come on and uh, they're all in. Yes, and Bill's coming in late. He's going to be about 20 to 9, I think. Uh, He's going to join us because he was the first. The three of us were the first. And
3: what a day it was.
2: Unbelievable,
3: unbelievable. We actually have some audio from that first 20 minutes that we went to air with. Is that right? Are we going to play a little bit later? Yeah, I think we are.
4: Yeah, I think we're going to Is play. that in the
2: archives? We're going to play lots of old stuff. Boy Swallows Universe, thanks, Gav, and uh, Bernadette. Nice to hear the Bernadettes listening. i been a yeah. very, very loyal listener, Bern, as all our audience yep. are.
3: Boy Swallows Universe is what Travis... Uh, That's the movie. Them. I thought you were talking about the series that is That is, is a now. series, isn't it? No, it's a movie. I'm sure it's a movie. Boy Swallows Universe is a
2: movie, isn't it? I don't know. Bernadette will tell us if it's a movie (laughs) or a series. (laughs) 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 Uh, What have you been doing? How's your new? Am I allowed to say?
3: Yeah, it's a new year. How's it's your a new, new beginning.
2: How's your new residence down on the Mornington
3: Peninsula? Well, loving it. Loving oh, it. you
2: are. Look at you. You fresher.
3: Loving life down there.
2: Yeah, you You've taken over. I
3: haven't taken, have taken over. have taken over. I've met quite a, a few people. You've
2: turned into a social wanker. You have down there.
3: Gary, that's not that's not correct.
2: It is correct. I happened to just a in into, into people it, down there. I saw Tim down at the Merrick I store. I saw right. Tim down at <laughs> the Red Hill store having a glass of Chardonnay. I saw Tim down. I'm thinking Tim turned into a the way. <laughs> <Suck-o. laughs>
3: I had bumped into a lot of people down there that oh, I didn't realise had properties down that way. That's are just loving it down there, aren't you? you it's you, a very. It's, it's, take, I'll tell you what you think. It's a mate. very, very. Hang on, if you're going to start this, I was actually thinking about this, right? You text. I didn't text. This you is text a, me. I think there's a series in this for you and I. <laughs> yeah. Text messages from the summer break. Yeah. Threads okay. that we've had during the summer
2: break. Yeah, <laughs> Let me read a couple out that you It's a series. Okay, oh, sorry.
3: Oh, fine. You're oh. right about that. The yeah. Viking is a series. It, what? That is a series. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I was thinking about the other series because he's over in Turkey at the moment. And No, where is he? He's in (laughs) Budapest at the moment. This is from
2: the Wisp. I can't believe how many people want a piece of the Wisp down here. (laughs) I may have to franchise myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's all I got while I was away.
3: There's some beautiful walks down that way too. Aren't they just? Aren't they just? I think I might learn how to surf. It just looks like the most uh, hypnotic thing to do, surfing. I'm now starting to understand what it is when... People get surfing in their blood. Why? And oh, it's retained right throughout their course you know, of their life. Yeah, Some of the older blokes that get in there with their big mouths and all that sort of stuff.
2: I've got a big mel. Have you? Yeah. Do you want it?
3: Um, well, I have trouble with the actual paddling out there bit. Can you can <laughs> well, you, you know, teach me how to go out on a rip? Yes, I can. You just get on the rip. It's like an escalator. <laughs> it takes you straight out. <laughs> I've seen people do that. It's amazing. How quickly they get out there. You've got all these other well, guys yeah, trying to paddle through the wash. Don't you do
2: it yet, because I'll have to teach you, because you're new to the peninsula. You don't
3: understand quite
2: yet the
3: tides. The nuances of the it all. The nuances, yeah. Yeah. And there's a nice little There's a nice little break just behind our joint. Uh, I think it's called Honeysuckle Break. Uh, anyone that's a surfer may know about it. Yeah. We need a southwester You need a low tide and a southwester for yeah. it to be pumping. Yeah. It was rolling in yesterday. It was actually magnificent. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, yep, we, KB
2: was, he's not coming on, unfortunately, but we extended the invitation out to KB as well. Everyone, everyone got an invitation. So it's good. As I said, we've got, we've got Tony Shebeki, Matt Thompson, mm. Oxen, Marco, Anthony Hudson. So Anthony Hudson was part of the original. He yep. was in the afternoons. Yep. The, you know, the original lineup. Actually, l- let me throw that open as a question. Who can give us the original six till seven lineup of SEN on the first day? 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. You wouldn't even
3: be able to tell us that, I don't think. Mm, I thought, uh, yeah, I could. I could. I could tell you that.
2: Dazzler, morning, Gary. Any chance of getting above 30 points at Rosebud anytime soon? No, Dazzler. Not the way I'm playing, although I did get 35 the other day, but no, golf has been horrific over the summer. Just got to hang in there.
3: You do. You yeah, got to in there. Like most things, you just got to hang in there. Yeah. Did, 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 you, did you have one highlight? Have you had one highlight from your break? Went to New York, two weeks. Oh, yes. That was a Two week highlight. That is um that's a, that is a great trip. I got uh, <laughs> I got daily photographs from you on that trip too. And uh, well, I I didn't want to talk about that. Only from I was thinking about. I think I was look. Just,
2: no, I, did, Dylan wants to know whether you bobbed up on my holiday like he did last year. No, no he didn't. Thankfully, no, didn't. Dylan, he spent all his money in
3: Europe. No, I didn't do that. But uh, I didn't want to talk about that thing because the other people then then they pull off anything that we say and then they rewrite it as a new story. Like you've just spoken to them. So I was thinking if I do talk about that, then it'll be reported. And and I know you don't want it to be reported. That was a highlight. That was unbelievable what you did. Um, Honestly, I still think, I still think you got help (laughs) organizing that. I love it. It can't have been something that came out of your own head.
2: Send the messages. You're not a romantic. There's a lot of people sending, reminiscing about the good old days, 20 years in. And um, yeah, yeah,
3: look. And because KB's not here the, today, yeah. it doesn't mean to say that he's not going to be part of it. It could be that in you know twenty or thirty years, he comes, he comes back. <laughs> well, yeah. like the whole Richmond thing. We'll, we'll
2: play one of his famous takes. He used to come on
3: with a take. it yeah, is highly entertaining. Highly
2: entertaining. Highly entertaining. Uh, Dermot, as I said, Dermot's going to join us. Fine, he's going to come into the studio. Looking Fine, forward he's to that. wandering into the studio. He uh, Fine, he's... Find his final siren.
5: Yep. A uh, break, and when we come back, another break. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he used to get fired up. So anyway, that's a day to reminisce. So send him in.
3: Yes, the afternoons was Hutto. Yeah, Dermot. Dermot, and, and it was the uh, G- Um, Matty Hardy. Hardy. Matty, yeah.
2: Hardy. Yeah, great man, funny man. Motor um, fan. One of my all-time favourite books. Matthew Hardy. So actually, I'll give it to you. What was it about you? (laughs) No, no. It was about his love of the St Kilda (laughs) Footy Club. It was you, Bill, and uh, me started. Then we handed over to KB, who handed over to Francis Leach.
3: Francis Leach, yeah. Who
2: handed over to Derm Hutto and Matt. Yep. Who handed
3: over to. And then I think it was a series of like one-hour shows, including. Richo was one of them. Jason. Jason Richardson was one. I used to listen to him on the way home Athletics. from work. Yeah, he – no, um, Extreme Sports, he did. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Talking Birdies. Yeah, Mark Allen.
2: Which was Marco. Yep. Uh, that was for one of them. So there's all uh, all sorts of different variations. So there you go.
3: There um, you go. Just quickly, um, that experience that you had over there in New York, that show that you went to see, what was the name of that again? Oh, yeah. Because I, I was surprised – Actually, that you would go to something like that it's called in Sleep third... No More. Sleep No More. Right? If anyone, let me just just give a broad,
2: a, a, a broad analysis of it. If you've been to Sleep No More, then I'd like you to ring up and try and explain it to me because I still. You, you go to this sort of six-story hotel, and this right.
3: it's a real six-story hotel.
2: Yeah, well, yep. it's a, and a Shakespearean play is played out. You know, on all the floors, and you put a big mask on, like right. an eyes wide shut style, yeah. and you just wander around and immerse yourself in the play. Like you, you can watch, you can, you can walk wherever you want. Give me
3: examples of some of the things you watched or that were operating at the time.
2: Well, there was a, there was a because uh,
3: I, it's highly questionable this whole thing.
2: One bloke jumped into a bath at one stage. Stripped off, without his clothes on, jumped into a bath,
3: right? So, this is all going on around you as you move on different floors. Yeah, yeah. you walk
2: in and you just can sit there and watch an act as it unfolds, and then it all comes to a big crescendo at the end. I won't give the ending away, right. Okay. But it was the most bizarre thing
3: I think I've ever done. Okay, so you go in and you're locked in there for a couple of hours. Yes. And can you, you leave masked, at any time if you want to?
2: There was a there was a bar on the second floor that right. if you don't enough or you're a bit tired, you can go to the bar and have seconds out. and Have, right. a, have a drink if you want.
3: Right. And do you move in a lift from floor no, to floor. No stairs. Stairs. Right. Stairs. And you're not supposed to take, take your mask off.
2: Yeah. So you don't know if you're whoever you go with, you don't. You know, it's dark, pitch black. Your phone is taken and put put in a purse and locked up. Right. So you can't use your light on a phone
3: or anything like that. Oh, Wisp was unbelievable. And did you, did you think it was, would you recommend somebody do it?
2: Yeah, well, it, yes, yeah, because I, I would suggest you'd never done anything like it in your lifetime. Right. Ever done anything in your
3: lifetime. Like right. It. And Was it a bit risque in places? Yes, or? there was a bit of nudity, <laughs> partial nudity. Did you have to strip off at any stage or not?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't.
3: No? No, I didn't. And uh, were there people that enjoyed it more than others, or or not? Would you say? Yes, there
2: were some that, some that, because once the, once there, were there some? <laughs> can I
3: just ask you this question? Were there some people who found a floor, a particular floor in, in the Rupert. hotel, more to their liking?
2: Yes, some <laughs> people spent two hours on the particular floor. <laughs> Oh, dear. All right. Uh, loved Halftime with Daniel Harford. Yes, oh, yeah. Halftime was uh, – he was uh, he did was in the afternoons, yeah,
3: I think. Half, mm,
2: yep, for a long time. And so.
3: Rita and um, Richo. Oh, Rita and Richo yeah. and Half. Yep. They used to that's do a, a big Friday show. No, that's great. Uh, keep sending them through.
2: Um, as we said, Shebeck's going to come in at 6.30 and do the sports update for a walk down memory lane, which is essentially what this is all about. Uh, it's the Ramble. For Cobham Estate, the, I'm surprised I didn't see it over in the States, although I believe they are pushing into the States big time. Yep, they're going to take America by Australian system. extra virgin olive oil.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Me and G-Money
3: been waiting by the phone Throw dog a bone gill Use on your own You call that entertainment My old lady better than Mike Brady Up yours Mr. CEO What you got against men with afro Were there could have been busy Was sherbet double book
6: Been firing blank since meatloaf got cooked Over to you G-Money Get Toby to pull his eyeballs out And detach the retinas Mummy buddy slam that sucker Go f*** yourself mother Gee, that's
3: enough of a barrage. Gil, we could have delivered Snoop Dogg and Nicki Minaj. Oh, <laughs> Why don't we do that anymore? That nearly that's put gold. us
2: off air when we had uh, G Money. That and... is gold. Who were other... you? $2. Oh, $2. $2 and okay. G Money. Well, that went, I think
3: he's been locked up. No,
2: know. that that no, we got feedback on that mm. very quickly. That um, he,
3: he went, was at Kanye's party the other night, with, apparently.
2: Yeah, with new chompers. <laughs> he got he got a deck of chompers.
3: <laughs> they call him uh, Con- Titanium <laughs> tea these days. And <laughs> uh, okay. we got more of those. Yeah, well, actually, I enjoyed that. We did a few of them. Um, I see. What do I want to ask you about? Oh yeah how you been going with your um your Kookaburra and your kangaroo oh. tours over the summer
2: What about this this is the problem with the we someone said as we've sold up from Glen Maggie he has he's moved down the peninsula which I'm excited about but you know that this
3: is my busiest
2: time and yes. you just arrived with three grandkids and said, can you slot me in for a
3: full? Well, you had a cancellation. You had some had uh, a, overseas people that were coming had a kang- that had a, a flat tire on the freeway yes. and they weren't going to get there in time. So you had like an hour, hour and a half I window. had
2: a 20-minute kangaroo tour opening and you've come in for right. a kookaburra feeding, a kangaroo tour and a tractor drive. That's right. That's and the
3: full package. I know it was the full package. and. Look, Jeez. I said to because I had uh, three of my grandchildren What's with me Frankie, who's uh, got a, nine. Got an witty. insight into my year. And Here, Hucky.
2: Look after the grandkids for me. Entertain and, them. Oh, Gary, I guarantee. At the door of the track, they're in for an hour.
3: Hucky, yeah. who's, Hucky, who's four. And I asked him in the car on the way home what he thought of the whole thing. Yeah. And he said it felt a bit rushed.
2: <laughs> what? What?
3: <laughs> That's what he said. Well, no. He said it felt a bit rushed, Papa.
2: What, the 45 minutes I had to drive well, him around just, on the
3: tractor and dig holes? Just take the feedback for what it's worth, okay? He well, just said he felt a bit rushed. I'll tell you
2: what was rushed. You didn't pay full toad odds. I gave you the big, full, heavy discount. I'll tell you
3: too. what. I'll tell you what. In all honesty, in all honesty, I think you've got to up your pricing because we went for the premium package <laughs> and you gave me a little bit of a discount, a friend's discount, which what I was about, very what, happy with. But... Uh, uh, I tell you what I've done. What is it? Is I've increased the kookaburra um, feeding. Well, it was a hit. That's why. How many? How many? The, the dive bombing kookaburras. But how much mince did you go through?
2: Yeah. Well, no, I've I've done a deal with a supplier. Right. So I've got that covered at this
3: at this stage. But anyway, it was good to. Are see. Are you putting any uh, cobra Estate olive oil on yes, your mince? Yes, I give him a little
2: dip in it, <laughs> like like a bit of bread at a restaurant. A little dip in the Cobram Estate. And then out they go.
3: In all, in they, all like, the kids were great. They, they loved it. Oh they? no, they did, they did. But they've never seen they've never seen kangaroos like that before right. in their life. Did we give them a chase? I'm I'm <laughs> a little bit worried about a couple of the big boys. Kangaroo. What are you worried B- about? Well, they thought? stared us down a couple of times, the big boys. Well, they did. And I'm worried about a recalcitrant uh, kangaroo that gets cut from the herd. Well, that's why And can't... attacking you when you go down there in the bush <laughs> at some stage. <laughs>
2: that's why you've got to space the tours. Right. What that kangaroo was looking at me going, hey, I know you had a cancellation. What, what, what the hell's going on here? Mm. And I said, well, it's, your mate's just bring his grandkids around because he's got to entertain them for a while.
3: Right. Mm. So when they're not on your property, where do they go? Into the into the Mornington Peninsula National Park, I reckon there would have been conservatively, were there around fifty kangaroos in your paddock. There's there? Hundreds of them. Unbelievable. Hundreds of them. They're extraordinary. But anyway, that's
2: uh, that's that was the wisp. He, he I'm pretty sure. Well, that's, the kids loved it. They loved sure it. In fact, happened, we mate? loved it
3: so much that uh, we may have another <laughs> booking this Saturday. Another set. Because uh, Digsy would love to have a look at the kangaroos. He would love it. He'd love to get on the tractor. He would love to get on the tractor.
2: The tractor, I hadn't really factored in, except Huxy, once I taught him how to put the bucket up and down, (laughs) I'd be going along at 15Ks. He just dropped the bucket on me. He flipped us over. (laughs)
3: I've got some bad news for you because I've just got some feedback from their father here, from the kid's father, Carl. And he said that all Winnie, who's the middle child, all she talks about is the chocolate freckle (laughs) that (laughs) Nikki brought them Well, did we pay for that as well or not? Did,
2: yes. And and do you reckon huxley has got he's got an eye like a stinking eel. He had one and then he's watching his sisters and he went for his second and old Papa said, That's enough and Huxley goes, she did, She's she's had two Hey, this is one of our highlights. This is arguably the greatest sports person. Great. Greatest sports person in his well in his field and one of the greatest sports people we ever. Taught. There's no one bigger than Tiger Woods at this stage of his career. No, there? One, no, no one. No one. No one. No one. You and I are sitting there. We're we gonna have time to get this in. Yep. You and I are sitting there with Bill and they we had word through from David Colbert. He said, listen, if you ring this, because they were here for the President's yep. Cup, if you ring this number at this time, you'll get mm. on to Ernie L's yep. and talk to the international yep. captain. And then Ernie will hand the phoned a Tiger.
3: Yeah, and we thought
2: and we said, oh,
3: I'll turn it barley up. Barley on turn that. Turn it
2: up, Dave. And this is how it went. I think we've got the, the captain of the US team now. Tiger Woods has been good enough to join us. Tiger, welcome. Hey, guys. Great to talk to you. Um, where does this rate in terms of uh, highlights and honours for you? Your, your golf career, of course, is uh, well recognised. You're back on track now. We're all excited to see what you've done in the past week. But now to captain this side must be a great thrill.
7: Oh, my God, it's a tremendous honor. You know, I've, I've played this uh, event eight times as a player, and
3: I was a vice captain last year with Steve, and I've enjoyed it, I just enjoyed playing around the world. Hey, Tiger, good morning to you. What do you remember about Royal Melbourne? Well, I remember one thing. It was about 190
8: degrees. <laughs> um, and then the next day, it was felt like it, it was about ready to snow. And so... <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's uh, what Melbourne City, of Melbourne can do. That, that, that's some right. of the great, okay, a great bit of fake, fake, a great fake no. of all time.
3: And I was—that's all about radio craft because you want the person to feel comfortable. <laughs> no, in. yes. What, what about you? What about you? No, no, no. Let's go to you first because oh, okay. you're. I don't think you were ready for a follow up question. I didn't think Tiger was going to be there.
2: <laughs> I, I was stunned. And I hadn't been playing much golf at that it, stage. So I, that my depth of my depth question wasn't quite there.
3: I, I think the quick answer caught you a little bit. <laughs> off what about guard. you, though? I remember, Solid. I remember Solid. this
2: like it was yesterday. You go, What do you remember about last time you're here? And I'm thinking, Last time he was here, his world blew up, <laughs> you idiot. You're not going well, down that
3: path. that's a great question because it could have gone either way. He could have <laughs> thought, okay, they want to talk about that or they want to talk about this. Anyway, it was great. It was great. All right, Great well, to relive. And we're going to relive many great moments from the program. This is
2: how it finished with Tiger. Then we'll go and
3: get some news headlines. Tiger,
2: last one. You've been very generous with your time. Do you expect to be teeing it up in this uh, President's Cup?
7: Yeah. You got it, guys. All right, thank you.
3: He's off. He's off. <laughs> he got... I think that might have been a double entendre type uh, question from you too. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Is this Chebex now with the
2: news? Is this? Oh, okay. Sorry. Well, let's get some news headlines. Then Tony Shabek will come in with some sporting headlines.
9: Going through, are saying why are players and coaches allowed to make mistakes during the game yet the umpires have to be perfect? Mostly sunny
10: day with a top.
9: Oh, in Montbarinci, there's the Shebexter again, just hitting the wrong button again. I think ACDC and uh, Carlton theme song. Well done, Shebexter. KB,
2: just, <laughs> just giving Shebeck's one behind the ears. Tony Shebecky is, well, he's the voice of the G, but yep. uh, welcome More to than you,
0: that. Shebeck. Oh, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for having us in. Nice of you to
2: wander yeah, in. great you. are going to read a few headlines, but we're just really going we're not doing too much sport today. We just wanted to have a chat with you. Um, as we put this station together, another mate of ours, Rod Law, and I were doing a lot of the sort yep. of lead up. And we're filling gaps and getting teams together and employing people left, right and centre. And we just, about a week out, we just sat down exhausted going, oh, I think we've got it. I think we've got the, all yeah. the rosters done. And someone said, who's on from 12 till 6?
3: Overnight.
2: <laughs> we went, oh, no. <laughs> we didn't realise.
0: And Chebex to the rescue. Yeah, well, fortunately enough, I'd sent in a demo tape <laughs> like any good... Perspective yes. announcer yep. would do, and yeah. uh, said I'd be happy to start Midnight to Dawns.
2: Yeah, and, and happy couldn't you believe, were. couldn't believe that I got
0: the call like how, three days out.
2: How long did you do that for?
0: Three and a half years, Mid Dawns. Yeah, a, I, know. I turned to a vampire.
2: That was good, and um, <sighs> it's fair to say, as a, uh, trying to establish the station, the Midnight to Dawn audience wasn't huge at that stage. No, so no, it wasn't. You uh, were doing a lot little, of
0: peddling, but Gary, it was loyal. Yeah, uh, hey, they the became same, loyal. The people, yeah, the same people every night would call. You had Billy from Heidelberg and all that. Memories, uh, heaps of memories, but my biggest memory of mid dawns is I was running a quiz at three o'clock in the morning. Right. And we'd gone through the first couple of callers, and then I said, Let's go out to Gary at uh, Geelong. You there, Gary? Not Gary, <laughs> I'd <tried> fallen asleep. <laughs> and I kept going back to him for the rest of the quiz, and he's still asleep. He never woke up. <laughs> All right, well, do, do show me your finer sports up. Gary loves a quiz, by the way. That's yeah. something yeah. we may reintroduce this you year. You should be back. Doubt it. Uh, we lost all three Australians yesterday at the tennis. Max Purcell was excellent, but a close one to Kasparud. Five sets, unfortunately, he's out. Thanasi Kokonakis. also beaten comfortably by Grigor Dimitrov. Uh, he did have a good uh, comeback, though. He in the third set, which was nice to see. Cocky. And Aleja uh, Tomljanovich. Tom oh, oh, Isla. Really? Isla. Yeah. Isla, is it? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Isla Tom <laughs> we the distance with uh, Yelena. That's where I got the Yelena from. Ostapenko, uh, she was knocked out, though, in three, unfortunately, for Tom Yanovich. So uh, off-court, uh, Daniela Collins announced that this will be her last Australian Open. She's stepping away from the game at the uh, end of the season. Coming up today, Storm Hunter up against uh, Barbara Kova. And right. Alex Dimon, also on court as well. So looking forward to see Dimon. Enough of that. Yeah, enough yeah. of that. That's yeah, right. The that. Australians in a dominant position after day two of the first test against the West Indies. The home side lead by 22 runs. The West Indies six for 73 in the second innings. Only just hanging in to take the match into a third day. The Aussies all out for 283. How's Travis Head 119 off 134 balls. He was pretty good. It was a scratchy,
2: if you can have a scratchy century, but he wasn't at his absolute best. But he, um, this is like this is like an AFL team playing an under 19 team. Yeah. It, it
3: is. It's have they it's discovered lamentable. a couple? Have they discovered a couple? The West Indies, though Sharma Joseph. Yeah, yeah you good, like wasn't him? Five he? Fiver. Fiver. yeah. 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 So who does he remind you of a little bit? Anyone no. that's played uh, cricket for the West Indies over the years? Anyone? No. A uh, fast bowler, a short fast bowler? No. Ooh, Malcolm s-
2: Marshall? I've never Just seen...
3: Just the size... No. No, oh. no, Tim. He's about the same height as Malcolm yeah, Marshall. Yeah, but he's half the weight.
2: Well, oh, no, no, he's, a, a, he's, he's a skinny bloke. <laughs> yeah, no, stupid wisp.
3: All right, okay. Mm. He's a nice. Well, anyway, Bex. Um, <laughs> what else you got there? <laughs> Tom Morris reporting on
0: Channel 9 last night. He says the clubs have been told that every non-injured player must be available to the media in the 20-minute window after the final siren for each game. He also said there is set to be more access to senior coaches as well. Right. You know how to report stuff. From every, non-injured play, every non-injured player. Okay. so Must be available to the media. So every player that played, I presume. Yeah, that right. means. You yeah. like that whisper? Uh, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson Irvine scoring a goal last night to secure a 1-0 victory over Syria for the Socceroos. That win means the Socceroos progress now through to the round of 16. It was Jackson Irvine's second goal. Of the tournament. And some more AFL news. Geelong will go into the 2024 season with the same leadership group as last year. Patrick Dangerfield will lead the team for a second year. Tom Stewart, the vice captain. Nice. You happy with that,
3: Gary? Yeah, that'll do. Yeah, she'll be you sure. like the leadership there at Geelong?
0: Who, Pat you. Dangerfield and Tom yeah, Stewart? Yeah, you happy with
3: that?
2: Yes. Although, well, I would have had Tom Stewart last year ahead of Danger.
7: Wow,
3: that's mm. controversial.
7: No, it's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying see, that is I'm controversial. I said it last year. Why don't you like
2: about Paddy Dangerfield? I love Paddy, but he doesn't need to be captain. He's got right. a
0: lot going on, hasn't he? He's got a lot going on. Well,
2: he's the boss. All right, you're going to come back at seven? Yeah, now it's time. Just quickly, what are you up to these days?
0: Working a few days a week at Maribelong Sports Academy. Right. So looking after their media and comms, their website, all that sort of stuff. Still on the ground announcing at the MCG. Um, have you, 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 got a life,
3: a... Co- you got a lifetime contract for the ground announcing at the MCG? Well, I should have. 33 years, Tim. That is You've unbelievable. You've been doing the
2: ground announce. So the voice at the MCG that you hear, what yeah. some of the stuff? You a very good afternoon,
0: it... ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the MCG, round seven of the 2023. 20 uh, uh, on
2: cue, Chebeck. Mm. That is Tony Shebeki, our good friend here, who's been doing it for 33 years and was a big part of our original SEN station. Great to see you. We'll see you again at seven. Look forward yeah. uh, Can you go two and, and make two us a cup of Shebeck. coffee?
0: Touch, yeah.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
11: And Who can get a clear savage in there? Hatterbury away to Cheski Ran the body, Malczewski! He kicks the goal! It's the sealer! It is the
7: sealer! Sydney are going to win!
2: Maddie Grandland's call there of the 2012 Grand Final We're celebrating 20 years of SEN. Of course, when it started, there were no rights, um, no footy rights. They came a little bit later. We'll speak to Anthony Hudson about that. So um, a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week radio station without any rights was a challenge, Wisp, let me tell you. We'll go through some of the things that we've got (coughs) rights to now, and um, including the test cricket, of course, which will be on straight after us, but... Oh, she was hard yards there for a while <laughs> till the footy started. came along.
3: Well, we started uh, obviously with the Australian Open had just begun that day too. I think yes, is that right? Indeed, I man. think we had uh, Johan Creek. Johan Creek, he was a character. We, uh, Corder, I Peter Quarter. Peter Quarter. I think yeah. he was. Drinking yep. the weebies? Who was, the, <laughs> the wee who was having the weebies?
2: Like <laughs> the weebe. <laughs> hey, yeah, and we've had. a, tell you what, we've had a heap of talent come through the station. Some right. still here, and some that have moved on. Who we're going to talk to? And one of those is now working at Channel Seven in a senior producing He's a gun, position. And he was a gun here. His name's Matt Thompson, and he did an enormous amount of uh, work. And in terms of flying hours, I reckon it was invaluable. Welcome, to you, Matty.
12: Hello, boys. Good morning. And I can't believe it's twenty years ago. Seriously, it makes me feel so old. I'm now married with two kids.
2: <laughs> I know. When I
12: was when, back at uh, back when I first started at Sen, I was like growing up, and
3: I yep. literally.
2: Well, you didn't well, pay. you, That's what happens when you get yep. kids. You can't pay your phone bill, Wisp. That's no the
3: problem. No. Have we got him back or not?
2: We'll get him back up. We'll get him back up. I know he have gone through a tunnel somewhere. He might be there. You there? You there, Matt? Yeah, still got your voice. Sorry, mate. You just dropped out there. Um, your voice was—you were everywhere. You, you, you were doing everything here on SEN there for a long period of time, and you just grew as a as a sports producer and a sports uh, reporter throughout your time.
12: Yeah, no doubt. I got to go my first overseas trip to the Beijing Olympics, which was just incredible. Um, really, really enjoyed that uh, as an experience. Another country like. China was just incredible to visit got to watch Usain Bolt win the 100 meters with my own eyes 9.69 seconds we'll never forget that uh, got to call the water polo which was a, a bizarre experience um, I also got to call basketball at SEN I never really fancied myself as a caller but just some of the things that I got to do were, were amazing and, and then one day that stands out as well which is I don't want to be a downer about it, but uh, Black Saturday, when we were doing Sports Central on the afternoon, you know, six hours, just mm. broadcasting, and the fires broke out, and we, we kind of went into fire coverage, and we were learning people, and people were calling in about what was going on,
4: yeah. and then
12: I I remember the next day, or the Monday, someone actually called into the brekkie show and said, they heard our updates, and we help them get out so you know that was pretty
4: rewarding
3: as well extraordinary and not only sport i mean you sort of uh, ventured into the whole world of anthony bourdain while you're over there in china too at one stage i want to play something in <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure you i'm sure you'll remember this Maddie, have you had a number 54 yet i
12: don't even know what that is we're having peking duck tonight
3: well that's a lemon chicken
12: <laughs> it's
13: 54 lemon chicken lemon chicken
12: Oh, is it? Well, uh, well, I don't know. I think they've got a different numbering system, actually. When you, you know that the Chinese food in China is a lot different to the Chinese food that we actually eat in Australia? Really? Yeah, it's, 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 more, um, it's more Chinese,
6: I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and on that
1: note, we might say good evening for tonight.
6: Of <laughs> <laughs> all the things you've done in
2: this world, and you've, as you said, you're now a senior producer at Channel 7, is that the thing you're most remembered
6: for? Yeah, people still ask.
12: <laughs> years later, uh, and I was saying to Tim yesterday in the office at Channel Seven that uh, I went to France earlier, or last year, and the food over there is definitely more French than it is here. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it' ama- amazing that 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 still comes up, and apparently that got lost in the archives. And I think Mitch Scott, who's a producer at SEN, who's been there for a very long time, has delved in deep to find that. So good on you, Mitch.
2: And we thank you for jumping yep, on and uh, just reminiscing, mate. Yeah, as I said, you're a big part of it. You jumped in uh, both feet, and just you were you were everywhere. And yep. um, we appreciate you sharing some of those memories today.
12: No worries, boys. Have a great day. Go Go on you, Maddie
3: Thompson, the there. most enthusiastic person. Yep. He and KB, no matter whatever he does that I've ever met, he was report. He was just reporting on every show, Everything. and
2: he was great. You got you get you could track his improvement and development as every time you listen yep. to him, he got better and better and better to the point where then everyone was chasing him for a job. And he's as as I said, he's now at seven. And yes, it was a bittersweet day that very first day twenty years ago. It is it was the anniversary of David Hooks, uh, the Sunday night, who was who was a good friend of mine mm-hmm. and. Um, was a big, big media presence in this town and was a coach of the Victorian cricket team. And he had an incident at that hotel, which mm. ultimately led to his tragic passing, Th- that was the first thing we woke up to on that Monday morning. We'd been building, building, mm. building for six weeks. We were excited. Hooksy was on uh, working on AW. That's yep. where I worked with him for a long time with Jared. And he was used to hanging on us about the station because we tried to get him and he said, no, I'm not going over there. And and then I'm I'm driving in listening to this news report going, what? And then that's what we had to deal with.
3: I remember that morning we came to work at the old building in Richmond and they're all staff members there because it was going to be the launch of SEN and everyone sort of had streamers and balloons and we walked in there to that news and... Rod Law who had been instrumental in putting the radio station together. He was great mates of David Hooks. And he was, and, he was stand- and it was just like an extraordinary start to the whole thing because you can't you, you can't just put that to one side and then be excited about you know no. the fact that you're launching this new radio station and
2: program. And someone we might play someone dug up that first twenty minutes of that morning and like you just we were set to Bounce down the airwaves and say this is the start of something big in this town, Don't you know. But in the back of the mind, you got your back of your mind, you have this whole thing playing out. But to that stage, he was in hospital and he was on life support. Life support yeah. There were sort of conflicting reports coming through, and it was it was just a surreal. And t- Tim Cleary, who was our first producer, who was just an amazing. Mm. I mean, I think we had both them and Joel Garner, and like the news went around the yes. world, obviously, and all these great cricketing greats came on to pay tribute and. It was it was a, an extraordinary start.
3: Let's oh, just let's play that because we do have that. We've got part of that first twenty minutes back on that first morning, and this is you talking about David Hooks. We've come in here. We've uh, been looking
2: forward to this and preparing for a month, but we have uh, been greeted with some uh, very, very sad news this morning. And, um, well, Victorian cricket coach David Hooks is, as we speak, fighting for his life in the Alfred Hospital after an attack outside of St Kilda Hotel around midnight. As much as we'd like to be up and, and bouncing around the studio, that is uh, just devastating news. David Hooks is a is a great friend of ours all, uh, of all of ours, of course. That was... Uh, yeah, I was just listening to that now, it takes me straight back there. Mm. And... Um, and his life support was turned off, oh, I'm not sure, a day later or maybe two days later, and um, then then the big funeral at Adelaide Oval, and it was like a Shane Warne moment. It was. But of, that of the time, Hooksy was, as I said, he was a huge figure and presence in this town, not only from a media point of view, but obviously coached. he would have coached the Australian cricket team. You know, I read some stuff recently mm. which suggested that would have been the case, and in this modern day of basball and all that sort of stuff, that was that was Hooksy to a T.
3: tee. I think David might have been one of our first callers in Ballarat around that time too. He's joined us again this morning. Good morning, David. How hey, you, boys? Yes, I can remember the day.
14: Um, and um, I'm glad to see you both back on 20 years later. And I hope the station is going to prosper. I think it's given a lot of enjoyment to a lot of people and given a lot of opportunity for people to express
2: themselves in their their love sport. Indeed it has, David, and you're one of them, and we appreciate your loyalty and thanks for calling us this morning. And um, that is the thing about this. And when Mm. Ox and Marco join us at 7, they'll say the same thing, Uh, this great connection with the audience out there. And, you know, um, people sometimes, when they judge this station against other stations, they put numbers up. It's a boutique-specific station that does sport. Right, and we do a little bit of other stuff, of course. Sometimes, and the the audience that have been with us and grown is um, so appreciated. And now that I'll, I'll run through some of the things this station cover now. It'll blow your mind. It's
3: extraordinary. It's extraordinary. You know, the other thing I'm just thinking about, too, is the number of people who've had a start here at SEN in differing roles. Mm. You know, assistant producers, some of the young kids that used to come in here doing some part-time work and how they've moved on. And I see them doing other things around the place. And it's extraordinary how it's been, that uh, type of place, that grounding um, first start in the media for so many people.
2: And we rely on all the media for our, our newspapers mm. and to get our information. I'll tell you what, we provide plenty for the newspapers
3: too. That's right. There's a lot of content that comes <laughs> it, out of here. There is
2: indeed. Uh, we'll take a break. Um, as we said, it's a big morning to reminisce and we're loving your messages that are coming through here and um, keep sharing your memories. 20 years of SEN today.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: And a very good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning glory here on SEN 1116. Bill Dallas and Tim Watson in the studio with me.
9: Welcome back, hungry for sport. Let's go to Ray, joins us
2: from
7: Reservoir, which they did against the Saints. they trade site, not at uh, the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop sending us your email, Shane. We're going to take a break. Come back with more of your calls after this on the run home.
1: G'day punters, welcome to the Night Watchman. All
6: sports,
1: all day, SEM
6: 1116, let's talk sport. Oh, that was a television
2: ad. Uh, there was a couple of voices in there that we haven't mentioned yet. Nicole Livingston was a big part of what we were doing.
3: Yes, yeah, she was. Mark Doran. Mark Doran, the Night Watchman. The Night Watchman, yeah. That's exactly
2: right. Uh, hey, we're going to take uh, the 7 o'clock news. Shemeck will be back with us at some stage but uh, Ox and Marco who were a big big part of what we were doing here Marco was one of the original great, uh, gang they're going to join us for a bit of a chat and a walk down memory lane on this 20th anniversary of SEN
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson Happy We are indeed celebrating and reminiscing and a lot of messages coming
2: through, a lot of great memories. Uh, Patrick Smith, the late Patrick Smith, was a Mm. massive part of SEN. He and KB, uh, it was some entertaining radio when they were at it and um, always had something to say, Patrick, which was interesting. And we're here at Powered by Kubota for over 40 years, been (laughs) making Tomorrow Matter, shaping and building (laughs) Australia together. What are you laughing at?
3: I'm laughing at this text that's just been sent through by Ronnie. I remember winning a Milwaukee heated jacket from Marco and Ox on the run home. They were a great combo. <laughs> they were,
2: and they've been good enough to take our call today. Mark Allen and David Schwartz, welcome to the 20th anniversary of SEM, boys.
13: Happy birthday, morning. boys. How- G'day, Gary. G'day, Tim.
2: Now, we should say you're in two different positions. Where are you? Where do we find you this morning, Marco?
10: Uh, well, I'm on holidays, but I'm just about to hit off at Kixton Heath in this rain. It's disgusting, oh, absolutely disgusting. Geez. Now, I've got to deal with you, blokes. I said I'd only come on if you don't play the car crash.
3: Well, no, hey, <laughs> the car crash. This interview finishes. I see. Said- I'm just looking at the screen, and it says interview. <laughs> Ox and Marco, audio 7. Marco crashes on air with KB. Well, Ox, Ox actually
2: said he was not coming on unless we play. Is that right, Ox? <laughs>
13: That's exactly right. Now, I'm up in Albury. I've got a basketball tournament up here. So, um, no, no. That, I do a lot of sporties and still get asked uh, about that crash and Marco just about every time we go out. So, um, it, unbelievable.
2: We're just, we're, Tim and I are just yeah. remembering. Now, Marco, you were a part of the very first 20 years ago with your own show, we went, I remember coming yep. to you saying, yeah. listen, um, you had been doing some stuff on AW, which you are now back doing some fantastic work there as well. But you, you came on and I think it was Chasing Birdies was the, sh- the show that you first did.
10: Yeah, that's right. On uh, Wednesday night, so after the run home finished, they had uh, Monday to Friday, all these specialty shows and that's Chasing right. Birdies it was on a Wednesday night. Um and it ended up being the only show that lasted, you know, from that ribbon of shows from six to seven. Uh fourteen years. I remember waking up and hearing that news, I'm sure you covered about David Hooks, but going on with K B on the on the nineteenth. And then I remember coming in with you blokes and I knew None of you. You, Billy and Tim knew nothing about golf. So I used to bring in questions for you. That's Remember right. that I used to knife right. these questions?
4: Yep.
10: And then Bill started reading those questions like a six year old and that was up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Ox, when was your first? when did you first wander in? Because you were still playing footy when we when uh, we started.
13: Yeah, I started just after that. So I finished no two, uh footy and then um, Mark, I was digging holes in Rochester Road in Canterbury. Uh, Twenty bucks an hour, it goes. Uh, I was probably working on one of your properties. And, and Mark Dorn rang me and he said, "Do you want to do radio? It's a hundred bucks an hour just to do some." I said, "Bloody eight, that's better than digging five hours." So uh, I started doing uh, some footy analysis on a Thursday night for Mark Dorn.
3: And, and Ox, when did you first then go as uh, you you did drive first? Is that right? Yeah, yeah.
13: So then um, uh, S N. Went broke there and they got bought out by Pacific Star Network. Dermot was on with Matt Hardy and Anthony Hudson. Right. I think Dermot was on about 180 grand. They said, Dermot, we're going to cut you back to 130 grand just to save because you said, I'm not working three hours a day for 130 grand. <laughs>
4: um,
13: so I took the job for 50 and uh, I cut Dermot's lunch.
3: <laughs> hey, Mark, uh, I, I remember when uh, we went on that, uh, we expanded into the South Australian market there oh, yeah. in Adelaide in the early that days. A, that was a good move. And we turned up to do that first morning over there. Do you remember that fondly like I do? Yes, I do. And the bloke who was pushing the buttons, we didn't realise why he was so
10: had this surly look on him all day. We couldn't work it out. And then when the show finished and we, we broadcast from Adelaide, we found out that it was his show that we
3: replaced. Yes. <laughs> and, he, and then he was. He the whole show. He, he, he was our Gary. He was our panel operator.
2: You did, and you replaced. He
3: had him. a sour look on his face for the three hours. <laughs> we couldn't. We couldn't get into the building either, could we, Marco? No one had the keys to get in that morning. No,
10: nah, we weren't welcome, uh, and and it ended up that way too, didn't it? Because it just didn't work out that that particular way. But you know, I've only got. I've only got great memories about SCN, everything, just the the teamwork involved and, you know, those early ratings to, in the end, I think, Monday to Friday at one stage, I think the whole station was rating a five and that was just such a big deal for the station. And and it was just teamwork. Everybody helped each other. Everybody got along. You know, we went out together. We we did things together and it was just great fun being part of it all.
2: And you guys had a great... always remember you had a great relationship, both you guys with your audience as well. It was almost like, as we do, I mean, we we see our regulars come through every single day. But, Ox, you guys um, certainly had a great connection with this group that listened and have been with us for 20 years.
13: Yeah, we did. And still, to this day, still remember a lot of them. You know, I remember Andy and Packenham, we went through his... His uh you know, last six months of his life he, he got cancer and his two best mates were the Wanderer and Hydraulic Jack. And and he'd bring in and, hey, how did he get the well, every time every time the Wanderer got pissed he wandered off and, and hydraulic and, and hydraulic jack was the bug would give you a bit of a lift when you were down. So um, just you know, just great great people and then we had, you know, Mario from Doncaster who came on um regularly and and then we had Terence from Turok and uh, Vito and Jaime from St Kilda. We just had great people that – and that, that made the show. Like, it's not – it wasn't about us. It was about the, it was about the run home family, which were, were just, you know, brilliant to work with.
2: You just mentioned a name, Mario, from Doncaster. Now, he may have worn – he may have worn a few of us out along the way, but he was omnipresent there for a while. Let's have a listen.
5: When Richmond was down by 130 points. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen – I've, I've vomited all over myself.
4: <laughs>
7: Did this, and I, I haven't taken it off. And I've, uh, I've been walking around the petrol station. I slept and No, listen, listen, listen. I want everyone to see, stop it. I want everyone oh. to see what Richmond's done to me. <laughs> Go!
2: Is that you, Marco, laughing there in the background or not?
10: Oh, he took me by surprise when he started talking about JFK. He likened his situation the John Kennedy getting shot. It
4: was just like,
3: oh, it was too much. Hey, Ox, uh, do you do you have a, a, a great moment that you can recall? Is there something that, uh, when you think about your days here at SEN, that you recall with great fondness? Uh,
13: yeah, probably the more. The, the saddest one, I, I remember Peter Brock dying and we were ready to go and on show on, on, on radio at about, you know, in the afternoon, three o'clock and the, the run, the run down just goes out the window. And, you know, it, they were the big moments where, where something broke. I remember when they handed down the uh, news that Melbourne Storm had been stripped of their premierships and,
4: mm-hmm. Mm. I
13: that was that was as that was as bad as it got. But you know, going back to the callers, Tim. Uh, you, you know, we had, we had Dan from the custody centre. He used to ring in and he used to get his one call a week. <laughs> and, um, and he didn't want to speak to his family, but he wanted to speak. To
4: yeah,
13: <laughs> well, it was funny. Yeah, and then Trout, of course, from Woodend. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's a big part of KB show, but it, it was the on-air stuff um, from, you know, KB and, you know, the Morning Boys, you know, with you and Andy, and it, it just it just became, you know, it became a part of our life, and I know me and Mark are indebted to SCN and our time there. It, was, um, it helped us out immensely you know, in what we were going through, and... Hopefully we put a bit, bit of a smile on someone's face uh, throughout the day because that's what our plan was to do. Well, you boys
2: are putting Certainly lots do. of smiles on faces, I can tell you. And I know there's, there was you know, some issues along the way, but it's, it's, it's so nice to hear your voices. Trout from Woodends End's in the queue. He's ready to get up and talk. And before we say goodbye, Marco, you'd be disappointed in us if we didn't play this.
10: Well, after that, you look at uh, Phil Miggles. Oh, oh, I've just crashed, KB. I've just crashed. I've just crashed the car.
9: Oh jingos! Not the jingos, not just the mistakes. Well, we'll let you go, and uh, we'll get back later. Are you okay? Yeah,
10: I'm okay. Everybody's okay. Ladies in front, okay. Okay. Uh, if Craig, how is listening from uh, Berwick
9: Mercedes Benz? We need a tow truck. Okay, Craig. We need a tow truck. Uh, so this is live radio. This is the first time we've had a crash on live radio. Now he was obviously uh, was he was on hands free. I'm on about, hands free. Yeah, I'm on hands free. Yeah. Surprised you hadn't pulled over. But look, uh, you ran in yeah. the back of someone, have you?
10: Yeah, yeah All right,
9: I'll go, KB, I've got to go. Yeah, okay, well, uh, don't say anything for legal reasons. That's what's coming through from Craig Howard at the moment. Don't say anything for legal reasons. Can you believe that? (laughs) There could be.
2: If you did the top five moments of this station in 20 years, Marco, that is in the top five every single day. The That went around the world.
10: Yeah, look, there was a show on ESPN on Tally over there that was their highest-rating <laughs> show, and they had a segment called Worst in Sport. Well, that week,
7: I was the worst in sport. <laughs> and,
13: and, and, and very, very well done, Marco. Three plugs, three plugs. that's it. Road, and the road I'll, safety message about
4: pulling over.
10: Hey, Ox, that Mercedes-Benz got written off. If it was a Lexus of Blackburn car, it would have been fine. <laughs> oh, there we <laughs> go. right. Oh. Hey, hello to Andrew Moore this morning.
2: Boys, great to hear your voices, both of you. As we said, yep. a massive part of what this station has been over the journey, and let's hope it's not the last time we hear you. Thanks, have a
10: terrific birthday, boys. Yep,
3: yeah, thanks yeah. for being part of it, you two. And we well th- done.
2: Thanks for our w of course, where you can hear Marco and Ox, uh, who are doing some great stuff over there as well, but they've uh, kindly allowed them to come on and, and reminisce and have a chat and um, lots of lots of messages coming through. That crash... That crash oh, was extraordinary. That was KB's best then though. He's just <laughs> thinking on his feet. Mm-hmm. And um and uh, jingles was I think I listened to the American, I watched that American part or someone sent it to me right. and they're going, What's jingles? What's a what's a jingo? <laughs> <laughs> Trout from Wood Enders, has joined us. G'day Trout.
6: Happy raw classic S E N Day, boys. Love the station, love the callers. I uh, love hearing Marco and the Oxheads. That's gold. Um, as the late Marilyn Monroe, would say.
2: Happy birthday to you. How many to show out? How many text messages do you reckon you've sent in, or how many calls do you reckon you've made over the twenty years?
14: Oh, I don't know, a couple hundred. A oh,
2: couple a hundred,
14: hundred,
6: come on. Thousand.
2: You become a bit of a household name on the back of your work through here at SCN, and you continue to be a great supporter, mate. So thanks for ringing in and sharing, to, uh, sharing your thoughts.
6: Yeah, that's, look, I put Woodend on the map, but then there's some people go into the, the newsagents at Woodend and said, who's this guy, Trout from Woodend? I'm sick of my relatives asking, do I know him? So it can be a double-edged sword.
2: Yeah, no, well, you're giving yourself a nice pump up along the way as well. So good on you, mate. Appreciate it. Keep calling through. Huddo's going to join us on the other side of this break. Now, Anthony Hudson, um, from day one, was, mm. in fact, you would now be the longest serving because Huddo, I think... Might have had you there, because you had a break for a little while, didn't you? A little
3: break, yeah. A little break. Andy mar has been uh, on SN for a long, long time too. Andy Marr. He had a, a show with Dave Colbert and... and um, well, not Bruce, was it? No, He's Jake Nile. A... Jakey Nile. Mm-hmm. That was a Sunday, on a Sunday morning. Yeah, a Sunday special. Mr. used to mow the lawns and listen Andy Maher's a knob. he <laughs> used to listen to that. Big... Oh, I hope uh, Whippy Watson gets a run this morning
2: oh, too. I hope Whippy Watson gets a run as well. well. Big Al's joined us from far north Queensland. Hey, Big Al. Oops, sorry, boys. I'm just playing golf. Uh, congratulations,
12: boys, on 20 years. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, hear you, yeah, Loud and clear, Big Al. Yeah, I'm playing up at Yorkies, not this morning. But uh, yeah. uh, listen, did you guys used to work on a Sunday when you first started
6: out doing your sports yeah, show? I
3: wouldn't have thought so. No, us. it wasn't us. We are just talking about that. That was uh, Dave Colbert and Andy Marr and Jake Nile.
6: Yeah, rightio. Okay, that's all right. But
12: uh, listen, guys, I love listening to show up here. I don't miss it every morning,
2: and I'm glad to see you. Are you back full-time now? No, don't be enough. silly, Big Al. If, uh, that's, that would be way mm. too early for us. Uh, but we will be early in Feb, and I know I've seen your name, name come through regularly as well, being a massive supporter. So it's good to touch base with all these people that have got SEN in their life, and um, it, it does become part of your routine, doesn't it, Wes? It does. hey? You get in the car or you get on the <laughs> mail or you turn <laughs> someone in, and you expect to hear a voice, and it's great.
3: I'm still laughing about that, uh, that crash. We're going to play that again before nine o'clock, I think. Yeah. The Marco stuff. I know he loves to hear it. He says he does. He does love to
2: hear it. (laughs) Hutto's going to join us. Anthony Hudson, uh, who drove this station for a long, long time. He's going to join us on the other side.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. After three long years, SEN football
7: Uh-oh. is ready to go. The Saints and the Demons, 2007. AFL season is underway.
3: That was As Jane the Warne takes his-
2: voice of Anthony Hudson calling the very first game that SEN covered of AFL football, which was always... The goal, when the station mm. was set up, you had to if you didn't have a piece of AFL footy in this town, of course, then um, you were a long, long way behind. And it took a few years, but it got there. And 2007 was the very first game. And Huddo's uh, going to join us in just a moment. I'm just running through all these. Dr. Turf, people want to know why we haven't got the yep. Turf? Well, Hutchie's grabbed Dr. Turf. He's going to do a Hutchie and Pickers show right. in the morning because he also was a massive part of what we did here. And he's had an interesting couple of days too, Turfy.
3: Yes, he has. Yeah. He was in the news uh, in the last
2: forty-eight hours, wasn't he? Thankfully, that's all going. That's all gone okay, and his daughter is fine, and sounds like she's cut from the right cloth. Just stood up to him and said, "Give us your phone back before you go, you blokes." Hello, joins us. Welcome, Anthony. Massive part, maybe the longest-serving uh, ever behind the whisper, uh, uh, wispy Watson. Welcome, Hutto. Uh, hello.
8: Hello, uh, Gaz and Tim. Lovely to hear your voices. Again, particularly in January, it's no. noted by that ball really. earlier. Yeah, take a 20th a
3: year strange. anniversary to no, get we, in on January. We taped this before we went away uh, <laughs> in September last year, Ardo, as you well know. Hey, yeah,
8: look, I mean, and happy, it is a great achievement to get to 20 years because Gaz, we both remember, but Gaz particularly in the off-air uh, elements before we even started, oh. like, uh, you know, just trying to put the whole thing together that uh, you and Rod, uh, law particularly involved with that there was I mean there was a lot of guesswork wasn't it just trying to almost on the basis of what um, of what Jared and, and Hooksy and obviously that became really poignant on the first morning but what they'd done at AW with Sports Today and Sports Saturday there it, we had we were just the whole basis behind it and it was other people as well involved behind the scenes that, that yeah you know, we could make it a twenty four seven thing and <laughs> I remember that first morning and that first day we, we I mean. We had no idea if anyone would ring, no. and, um, and no. when they did, it was it was a big relief. Well, yeah. and, and we and kept them
3: on the phone for about twenty <laughs> minutes when they did, had
2: Yeah, they said, "Oh, I've got to go." No, hang no, on. No, 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 no. Anthony Hudson was one of the first names we went after. Huddo, to to anchor this afternoon yeah. slot. I've heard you
3: say that to ten people already no, this I morning. No, and yeah, then exactly.
2: and then Huddo became. Um, a massive part of putting the whole thing together as well. So um, your first group wing, uh, pairing, you Dermot, not pairing your trio, you Dermot and Matt Hardy on four. Was it was a four or seven.
8: Yeah, it was the run home. Uh, but we we started with the run home, four or seven. And uh, I didn't know Matty Hardy at all, who is a fairly unique person. Yes, um, it's fair to say. But yeah, great, still great. I saw Maddie just the other day, and um, and, and Derm when he. You know, he wasn't always very punctual, but um, it <laughs> yeah. was great to have um, Durham, you know, the name and the presence and the personality of Derm. And I think, you know, the credibility with that first lineup we were, um, that, that um, was put together with you guys in breakfast with Billy and, and KB, who was already an institution. And I think Frank Francis Leach, yeah. um, afternoons initially. Um, yeah, and, and Maxi Doran at night, and you know it was like the enthusiasm that for, that everyone had. Uh, oh, yeah, there was anxiety around it all, but um, the people we got and the um, and uh, the connection with the pe- with the people out there was was pretty evident pretty quickly.
2: And footy was always the end goal. Um, well, not yeah, you know, it's in this town. Obviously, you can't exist as a sports station if you haven't got footy. But it was a bit of a battle getting it. But um, 2007 round one. Talk us through that.
8: Well. It was the whole thing was was credibility gas, I think, wasn't it really for the station it was harder. We were trying to get cricket rights and we did. Um, yeah, we did some T20 s for that's all cricket Australia would let us do and we did the Olympics did in the first year. Zealand, which, which uh, what was that sorry?
2: We had the Olympics in the first year.
8: We had, we had the there were some stories there oh, as God, well with the it? Olympics. Oh. Um, I, I went to New Zealand and did a cricket tour, which I think I'm still trying to pay off. The timing, <laughs> <laughs> the, the timing wasn't great with what was happening with the station when I went over there. Um, but yeah, footy was always the goal and the aim, and it took us a while. And we had to convince the AFL about. About credibility, and then we had we had some nervous moments there. we had Tomo, uh, who used to you know, make me a little <laughs> bit nervous about what he was going to say. Grant Thomas,
2: it is morning, <laughs> Grant.
8: Yeah, um, but I think Chris Scott was actually the first match we actually did was in um, was a, a pre season game, and I think it was Derm and Chris Scott who did the special comments. Mm. Um, who was he was just finishing up playing at that stage. But yeah, we were able to put a really good team together. And our I don't know if you remember our slogan was. First at the footy and last to leave, so we'd start oh, at yeah. five o'clock on a yeah. Friday, yeah. and of course finish at midnight with Finey, which ended up being a you know a stroke of genius um, to to put Finey in, and you know his uh, his again rapport and interaction with the the public became even even I think at times when you'd left Gaz like would we get people from other radio stations coming in saying. Oh, I'm going to listen to Finey oh, home. No,
3: everyone <laughs> said they didn't, but everyone did. Everyone did. Dennis Cometti used to say that it was his favourite time of the week, getting in the car after a game at the MCG and listening to Finey on his way back and, to the hotel.
2: Finey's going to be in here in about 15 minutes in the studio.
8: Yeah, no, he's a great man. But um, and we're at crunch time, the idea, we always wanted to have a flagship show on a Saturday. And um, having the show started at 11 o'clock, we got the jump on other people with guests and so forth. And it was, the. I remember we had an interview with Bomber Thompson and he just kind of let his guard down. And he was talking about, um, we asked him about Gary Ablett's contract that was in that year that um, that he ended up leaving. And he goes, oh, he pretty much said something, well, look, Joel Selwood's just re-signed. It'd be great if Gary could be a bit more like Joel. It wasn't, yeah. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but yeah. it was, yeah. that, that was kind of what he um, inferred. And uh, yeah, it was, so you just got these interviews with people where, the the night after the game. And they were just still in that kind of mode on the Saturday morning. They were still processing everything. And um, actually, I remember we came up with the name Crunch Time. uh, 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 One of our promotions manager at the time, Lucy Brennan, we're throwing around names and she threw up crunch time. And I, I, I dismissed it. I oh, this a bit now, crunch time. <laughs> don't like that too much. Anyway, we, we couldn't come up with anything better. And then in the end of being thing, it ended up being a great name. So there was little, lots of little things that went on behind the scenes and, um, which all, all added to it.
2: Well, the, crunch time was the, a stroke of genius. And this was the beauty of having the 24 hour, seven day a week format was that you could be first at the footy and last to leave, which was, you know, really successful, and then on a Saturday morning, as you know, I went to work with Triple M afterwards or 3 whatever it was. You, you were driving to the game to do your 12 o'clock mm. start, and everyone was tuned into Crunch Time, which right. started at 11 o'clock. It was a stroke of genius,
8: yeah. Well, as you said, it was that people have rhythms on a Saturday and, um, or on the weekend when they listen to the footy, so we had to convince people to, you know, start listening a little bit earlier. But as I said, we got that access. and yeah, you know, Robo was a big part of that as well, and 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 Derm and um, Kingy later on, and now and yeah, you know, still go still goes now. Obviously, and Jarrett joined later, so um, that yeah, it was it was brilliant to to be able to have just yeah have that time and um, and and be able to do stuff that you probably couldn't do elsewhere with. We did. We had lots of time. That was
2: for sure. Yeah, we did. Um, now, your favourite call was it the drawn grand final? I want you to have a listen, and then you can critique your own work because the 2010 drawn grand final, Collingwood and the Saints. Let's have a listen.
7: Seven seconds to go. 77. I the last draw. You've never heard a hundred thousand people make so little noise, they can't believe it. We are looking at a draw, throw it the wing. Del Santo to Hayes, they've locked it up. It's, it's done. gonna be a draw, it's a draw. It's another draw. And we're back again next week. Neither St Kilda or Collingwood are the premiers yet. How can they come back and do it all again? What song are they gonna play? Hey, I
3: know you prepare meticulously for every call. I'm thinking that that year you hadn't thought that maybe this is going to be a grand final draw and what it is that I'm going to have to say at the conclusion of the game.
8: No, well, that's very true, Tim, in terms of uh, it was just uh, it was actually a bit that came before that, which I know where Joel, the producer, couldn't find. But somewhere in there I said, I think it's going to be a draw and it's... and it, and I'm going to bloody Delhi next week. I'm not even going to be here because we're at the Commonwealth game. Oh, actually. yeah. And um, so I actually missed the, missed the, the draw. But um, like I was so lucky to call like, a lot of grand finals. And 08 um, was one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and having to call the grand final with Dermot. And,
2: uh, um,
8: let's just and, stop
2: you there yeah, and let's have, let's have a listen to what it was like sitting in the box with the Hawthorne great sitting next to you and your team going down.
7: Four seconds to go, three, Taylor's got it, into the goal square, so it sounds, Hawthorne of the Premiers for 2008, they said it would be a one horse race, but they didn't count on Clarkson, the Conqueror, he's engineered this talented team to a win ahead of their time, they all got to shake Crawford. They're a delirious team at
3: Hawthorne. That's some great acting from you, there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to
8: fake when Cyril was going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my God.
3: Oh, well, <laughs> hello.
2: Anyway, As was, you know, yeah. we are past the 7.30 news and we've got commitments. but We thank AW, where you are now um, calling and doing a great job, but you're synonymous with this station and it's uh, from in the inception and we couldn't have done this uh, celebration of 20 years without having a chat with you and we appreciate you coming on.
8: I thought Jacques from your Mortgages might have popped up in the ad break. But
2: anyway, <laughs> <laughs> great to chat. Good on you, mate. We appreciate it. Thanks, Hutto. Um uh, Fine, he's going to wander in. Hutchie's going to have a chat with us. Dermot, Billy's going to have a chat as well. That's all still to come on the 20th anniversary of SED. Walk down memory lane this morning. Uh, sports update. Couldn't do it without Tony Shabeki, the voice of the G, is in. Shabek, what do you got for us?
0: Thank you, Gaz. Uh, Thanasi Kokkinakis, unfortunately beaten last night, so he is out of the Australian Open. Looking forward to seeing Alex Demenauer on court later on this evening, uh, not before seven o'clock. They're saying on John Cain Arena, so let's see if he can get a win for Australia, moving to the next round. Uh, Aussies look like they'll wrap up the test very, very shortly. Uh, Today it'll probably be done before lunch. West Indies currently 6 for 73 in their second innings. They still need another 22 runs to get the Aussies to bat.
3: Lucky you're not the voice of the Australian Open because you would have been up until about uh, five five a.m. this morning. The Daniil uh, Medvedev game didn't finish until three thirty nine this morning. You are the only person Tim I
0: know who does their best work at three thirty nine in the morning. Yeah, well you can be. <laughs> no, you used to do your best work at three thirty nine. Lucky in the you're
2: not the voice of the cricket at the uh, Adelaide Oval because you wouldn't get paid for the last two days because no, that fast is going to be finished about halfway through the morning. Yeah. Now listen, yes. before we let you go, and we love you coming in because yep. over I've the twelve till six overnight and the sports updates,
0: highlights for you. Highlights for me, uh, overseas trips, I think Maddie mentioned them before. So I went to a Winter <laughs> Olympics at Vancouver yeah. in Canada, went to a Summer Olympics in London wow. and also did a Commonwealth Games in Glasgow. They awesome. Were, they were yeah. fantastic times, covered V8 supercars, went to Abu Dhabi twice in Bahrain yep. as Sheesh. part of that supercar junket, that was fantastic.
3: So uh, which sport did you did you call a sport over there at the Winter Olympics? Uh, no, just doing reporting. Yeah. Yeah, so and, just uh, trying to yeah bring everything back. Did and, you get a, a single bed on your own over there or did you have to double bunk with somebody? No, no, I had my own, Top room, to ta- was, yeah. had
2: my own room. Top to tar with Matty Thompson. What about the London Olympics, that story that you just uh, told me about um, oh, sitting out on the street?
0: Exactly. We were just talking to Anthony Hudson. Uh, it was one day Tom Hawkins kicked the goal after the siren to beat Hawthorne. I'm standing out front in the media centre with Andrew Gaze and myself, listening on my phone to the final few minutes of that game. Just a indelible memory in my, it's embedded yeah. in my brain of just standing there with Andrew Gaze. And he was a massive Hawthorne, still is a massive Hawthorne supporter, and listening to his team going down when uh, Hawkins kicked that goal. Shebex,
2: we look forward to listening to you yeah. at the MCG, and thanks for coming in this morning. We've got a heap to still to get through this morning.
0: Thank you, guys. Happy birthday, everyone. Very great you, to Tony see you. Tony
2: Shebecki. Uh, Duna, who's a great friend of ours, and Duna the lollies, were just a massive success. I think you've sent the oh. wrong message here. Morning, Dale. Mm-hmm. Just driving south to Melbourne at this hour has whiskers on it. Some dead set cockroaches out there. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> once, once I arrive at Overno Cricket, Duna, wrong number, champ. But the lollies were hit over Christmas.
3: Ah, uh-huh. that's why you've gone for that new set of titanium teeth.
2: <laughs> the Kanye's, <cognos. laughs> exactly. Uh, Mark Fine, I've seen him. He's wandered He's into the studio. He's, He's coming in. Loaded. We're going to have a bit of fun with Finey.
5: A break, and when we come back, another break.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
7: It's a high ball. They know the end is nigh. Supreme, this team, this coach, this club, they are the envy of the football world.
2: Anthony Hudson doing his best staff SEN calling footy as well as anyone right now, and it's been that way since 2007. Back in the day, when, when we realised we were going to do this, or when Hutchie asked us to, to interrupt our short holiday, come back and do this program... And we said, yeah, of course, we, yeah, we'll come back. And everyone's welcome. And then the people, uh, the name that kept coming up was, you've got to get Finey on. And Fi- Mark Fine has joined us in the studio. He started his first. Uh, welcome to you, Finey.
5: G'day, boys. Wonderful. First of all, happy birthday. Happy I... birthday, Sen. Wow. <laughs> wow, <laughs>
2: indeed. 20 years. <laughs> and you were there from the start as well, because as I um, uh, alluded to earlier, Putting this whole sort of uh, program together was hard. And then Monday to Friday, yeah, good. And then, whoa, weekends. What are we going to do on weekends? And Russell Gilbert was went to Russell Gilbert and said, what about a show, Russ? He goes, yeah, I've got this mate who knows sport inside out. And I reckon the two of us could do it. His name's Mark Fine. And that was the start.
5: I mean, it was an amazing thing. Gilbert was mates with Rod Law, who was the program manager. And it was all pretty rushed at the beginning. And... Gilbo said to Rod, I've got got the perfect bloke, the perfect bloke. And about three days before we went on air, I got to meet Rod. (laughs) And and we're sitting there. And Gilbo's great problem in life has always been being completely honest. And Rod's sitting there and he says, Mark, how are you? And he goes to Russ, how do you know Mark? And he goes, I met him at the Village Bell Pub having a punt. Mm. And Rod goes, uh, Mark, can you give Russell and myself a minute? And he goes, <laughs> Russell, I thought you, a uh, mate, I thought it was Glenn Robbins or Pete he goes, You cannot bring a bloke in from the pub to do radio. <laughs> Which is exactly now, what you did. And you got, you got on well, you and Gilbo, most of the time? Well, I mean, there was a famous incident where five o'clock news came up and... So just quickly, sorry, you're doing
2: 12 till 6, Saturday
5: and Sunday. With no football. Ian Major would come in. We did pigeon racing. (laughs) We... Convinced Pigeon Racing Victoria to give give us six pigeons and we gave them away to listeners. The first listener said, Yeah, I'd love a pigeon. Do I come in and pick it up? I said, No, it doesn't work like that. But anyhow.
3: Okay, so it's five o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. Sunday Sunday afternoon. Sunday
5: afternoon. Right. And we were talking about Eddie Maguire. And Gilbo, very um politically correct and savvy, wouldn't say yay or nay. And I said, mate, get off the get off the fence. You got splinters on your backside. Anyway, I go to walk out of the studio. We used to have a dart at uh, five o'clock, and he's blocking the way. And he had this one word. And when he said this word, you knew you're in trouble. He goes, "You thing." <laughs> well, I found out something. You can take the boy out of Footscray, but you can't take Footscray out of the boy. He. Belted me from behind. <laughs> next thing I know, I'm on the ground. I've got his thumb in my eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> so I did all I could do. All I could do was knee him in the nether regions. And he picked me up and he ran my head. We we used to have a 3MP studio next door. Yep. Yep. And it had a door that I thought was solid. Well, it wasn't that solid because he put my head through the wood right. in that door. That's exactly
2: Sunday, yeah. That was Sunday and Monday. We came, we came. to work and went, hello, Finding and Gilbo have had a bit of a
5: show. Um, uh, and you went back on air after five. <laughs> I mean, to his credit, I, my t-shirt completely ripped <laughs> off, my blood <laughs> pouring out of my eye. It's now two minutes to go back on. He looks at me and he goes, cigarette. Yeah. We go downstairs. We come back. i where mean, here, Ross Flegeltorb was producing. <laughs> Ross was still cowering under the <laughs> desk. <laughs> Ian Major, who'd done radio with (laughs) Captain Blood for 40 years, said, I've never seen anything like that. (laughs) And I said to him, 40 years on radio, you've never seen anything. No, not radio, Mark, ever, (laughs) anywhere. So,
2: fine, I I want to get So, you came back on air? Yeah, you came back on air and got through that all right. But then you ended up
5: doing, was it eight to 12? Uh, Was that? Six till 12. Six till 12? Yeah, six. That's a long stint. That so is a massive had stint. Had a lot of contributors. You know, I mean, we, we, we covered everything from, from alcohol and addiction recovery on the right time. Had Stephen J. Pekin, in, which yep. I'm amazed we kept our license. So, you know, we did everything.
2: And, and, and the chair situation was always a bit of an issue. Let's have a listen.
5: And then the only time they beat Richmond by over 100, they won by 141 points. So. For the person who asked, finally, did you just fall off your chair? The answer is yes. I still haven't picked it up. It's silly. It's on a plastic thing. It's on wheels. It just flew from underneath me. These things happen.
3: You had you had a great <laughs> yeah, you, you had a
5: great relationship
3: with uh, all your callers over the years.
5: Did you have some favorites? Oh yeah. First of all, I was driving in and I almost drove off the road. Trouton Wood end said he's Contacted the station 200 times. There was a Richmond Collingwood game. He SMSed me 150 times. <laughs> yeah. was, do you remember Jim from Hawthorne, the yes. Scotsman? Yes. Yeah. yes. yeah, Mark, I'm not too sure about Hawthorne. You know, uh, <laughs> Muzza from Geelong, who I heard yesterday mm. on he the stage. He still right? talks yeah, yeah, rings yeah. in, yep. Yeah, he's fantastic. There were so many great callers. And the thing about working late at night, you get a certain rapport with people. You're, you're the voice for some people in their life at night. You know, 100%. They, a lot of a lot of blokes used to say, "I go to bed with the radio I'm on." The missus hates it. Yeah. Oh well, that's how it goes. So, and, and people used to say, "I go, I, I go to sleep." You put me to sleep, Finey. So I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that I put him to sleep. But, we yeah. we are flattered
3: to hear. I said before on air, and I said to you privately before about uh, Dennis Cometti. That was his favourite time of the week, listening to you on his way back to the hotel after a call.
5: Well, that was very different to my evening show doing Finey's final siren. <laughs> So
3: just again for those that it might be just be you know,
2: catching up with the news. all the radio stations have finished at eleven on Friday night. So with the Triple M, AW, ABC, yep. the game had yep. finished, you do your postgame, a yep. couple of interviews, and then to They're be out. honest, They're honest off. you couldn't get out of the joint quick enough. And then SEN, N twenty four hours mm-hmm. a day, seven days a week, great decision, said nah, there's still people out there that want to talk about footy and there's passion out there. Enter Finney's
5: final siren. I mean it was I got the green light to do this and the theory was you've watched a game of football and you're still part of it. When you go to the footy, you're, you're playing for the team you are barrack for and you're getting the car. The adrenaline's still going. So I, I said to management, I said, look, I'm going to keep it going until they get home. Let's keep it really, you know, adversarial, interesting. And they said, yeah, do whatever you want. Well, that's like telling a camel on a hot day, have a drink of water because <laughs> you give me the green light to do what you want. They said, you can say anything you want as long as you don't swear. Well, wow. sometimes I did. But it was a really fun program to do because, you see, by the next day, mm. uh, there was a simple theory on the program actually. Yeah. If the game is decided by less than 12 points, it's the umpire's fault. Mm. If it's more than 40 points, it's the coach's fault.
3: That's right. And the last thing you ever wanted to do was to rile any supporters that might have been disappointed in the way their team had played that night. The last thing.
5: The last thing you want to do. I mean, <laughs> really? <laughs> Look, I would probably left. I used it.
3: to love your editorials when you'd start your program.
5: Yeah, I, and there's always something you can find in a game that you, you know is going to upset supporters. Mm. And I had the great benefit. No, didn't to be honest, I probably left at the right time because I don't know what I would have done with three Richmond premierships. I had the great benefit <laughs> yeah. of Richmond yes. teasing their supporters for 10 seasons, and boy, they were easy to get on the end of the hook.
2: I tell you what, you did, and this is, and I said this privately and publicly you knew your football. You really did, and you, you could come at it from a different angle, and I appreciated mm. it enormously, and that's why. You know, it was a – the chat was, you know, go off tap sometimes and you'd lose your shit and then if someone else would and that was entertaining. But at the heart of it, you really knew your footy. Now, I've got to get a breakaway because I want to get some other stuff before we get to 8 o'clock. So it's great to have you in the studio. We're getting some great messages coming through, a lot of people reminiscing. I reckon these are some of your callers that are still texting through right now. Mark Fines here. We're
1: celebrating 20 years of SEN. Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Don't ever
5: listen to me again. Don't call me a filthy racist. You're banned from this program. Your SMS is banned. Piss off, asshole. Break.
2: Some of the warm interaction that funny had <laughs> with his audience out there. Mark finds in the studio. funny we're going to run out of time. Oh, boy. You have now got Lenny's Fine Food. Tell us about it.
5: North Caulfield. It's a deli. Re- just did a full Renault, which is fantastic. I've got to tell you, when I bought it off Lenny, he said, mate, can you handle the customers? They can be difficult. I said, of course I can. I had a bloke in a couple of months ago, and he was trying to pick a bagel. And he's sitting there for two minutes. And I said, mate, there's only three choices. Plain, sesame, or poppy seed. It's not a bloody BMW now. Piss off. Go down and see. Address? Uh, it's corner of Inkerman and Oran Crescent in North Caulfield.
2: I can't tell you, can how, many, you back. how many. Can we get you back? Have can we come get you back on the air, Gary? I think Finey's Final Siren's got, another, it's got, to come got another incarnation in
5: it. Never say never. As long as there's 18 football teams or maybe 19 football teams, I'm around. Hey, I like it. We yeah. might not have heard the the last of Finding. Hey, great to see you and, great.
2: and thanks for coming in and being a part of it. Happy birthday, SEN! Well, there he is. A big, big part <laughs> of it. you are only got to read the messages coming through. Uh, Rossi Lyon, quickly, happy? Couldn't be happier. Uh, On the way up, the boys. Do not count us out. That's what we like to hear. The boss, Craig Hutchison, is going to join us out of 8 o'clock. it's going to have a chat. Billy Brownless is going to have a chat as well. We're celebrating 20 years of SEN.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Happy Right to the goal square, Stanley Stewart brought it to
6: ground, Martin tracks him, Martin's got it, He scored, he shoots,
7: it's the stuff of legend! No <laughs> Justin Martin confirms his status at the top of the game!
6: And one of the greats in finals history! Debate all you like, it's four more goals in a grand final! And it's in the hands of Lee Matthews and Malcolm Blight to anoint him, to anoint him to the top of the mountain. Come join us, Dusty. Come join us. See anything like what
7: we just witnessed? Then
2: that is Jared Waitley at his finest. The well, the modern-day voice of SEN Radio. His uh, morning program sets the sporting agenda. Across the country, really, but certainly in this state, and does an unbelievable job. And uh, we'll be calling the Super Bowl very, very shortly. I'm going to run through some of the rights uh, and events that SEN covered now. And uh, if the station wasn't here, what you'd be missing out on. And the man that's charged with the responsibility of keeping the lights on is Craig Hutchison, who joins us in the studio. Welcome, Hutchie.
11: Hello, Gary and Tim. Happy birthday. Great to see you in January, by it's the way. It's you. Oh, you've been it's amazing doing... what you have to go to to get you guys back in January. these you this or is this just out of love, joy? You've been very quiet lately too. Yeah, just kept a low You've been profile. out of the news for a while. Welcome back and happy birthday. What a reflective two weeks it's been. It's oh, been no incredible reflecting on uh, an unbelievable 20 years and it just shows you the power of the city, the power of a town and the power of the station. So to everyone who's got involved over the last two weeks, it's great to see Ron Hall here, by the way, this morning, who was the original owner, and, and none of us would be here without Ron. So I just want to acknowledge Ron. Sensational. How, how
3: yeah. unique is this Melbourne marketplace? Because you've set up radio stations all over the country now. So you've had probably a great view of, you know, the way cities operate and the interaction that people have with their sport, that type of thing. How unique is Melbourne?
11: Well, this is undoubtedly the most powerful sporting market per capita in the world, I think. And, you, and we see sports formats in the US in different cities and, uh, the score and the fan and some of those formats. But this city is unique and it's driven by the audience and the connection. It's been so lovely to hear so many historic names and voices and huge respect for Mark Onox for coming on this morning. And fine it was magnificent to hear him. Shebexter earlier in the program. And the Shebexter was magnificent. And uh, I forgot about the talkback call of falling asleep. That's positive the <laughs> significance to the host that fell asleep. Two nights in a row on Overnights, which we should didn't, get to at no, some no, He didn't last much longer, did he? Some stage, but he, the, the music triggered because the host was snoring for an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> well, it was a tough gig. Two, two nights in a row, by the way. Tough We had a little warning, and then the second night it went, happened again. So, But it, it's it's a magic city. <laughs> and I think this SCN 1116, and it, it's been Thanks, because man. of the legacy names and voices, and you two are uh, at the front of that, Um, has helped play an enormous role in the lives of so many people in this city specifically. And if you can imagine the city without it, run that lens on it, it it
3: means the world. That connection that you get as somebody on air with people out there who are regular text messages or callers is unique. And you actually get to feel like you actually know these people personally through through the radio conversation.
11: Yeah, people chip away at us and... And um, we're media fodder from time to time. I think the station takes 25,000 text messages a week. So there's a more engaged platform in the country than this. I don't but, know. But it. they
2: do. Yeah. And sometimes we're at the stage in our lives where it doesn't concern us because we know what we do here is right. But it, it's just, the comparisons are always made to these big bigger stations that are much broader. This is a specific, unique sporting landscape. You think of all the sports stations that have tried and attempted to get up and going and how long they've lasted. Mm. And mm. AW had a sports station that lasted about 18 months. I mean, you have a look at some of the numbers around town. So should,
11: anyway. Look, it's it's not easy. And that's, no, it's that, not easy. To people like Ron Hall and to Barry Quick, one of the original CEOs, and to so many in the past who were the energy of keeping this platform serving the community, uh, I think it's fantastic. And today's a beautiful time to look back. I forgot how powerful Gary was, by the way, in the setup, Tim. with So one of the interesting things of the last two weeks was he Mm. was the kingmaker. He was, Gary picked the format with Rod and uh, with Tim at the time uh, that's and That's true You you absolutely drove That's right You were like the You were like you the unofficial CEO That's, that's, that's true right. That's All right All that is right I just forgot for no, a while Let now. me
2: tell you Something I else I used to go and
11: pitch Gary shows I'd like to get into the business Some So of you old. were pitching to him He'd leave me waiting In the lobby for 15 minutes <laughs> He'd leave you waiting
2: put, They said Hutchie's I said put him back <laughs> um, Six weeks that, that, This is a true story Six weeks we had To put together
3: the roster Okay so who came to you Just give us that whole story well, Okay about
2: via Ned. Craig Kelly was had new Danny Staffieri, who bought the license, and yep. said, we've got a license, we want to do a sports station. Rod Law was a mate of ours at the time, who I used to work with at AW, and they said, do you, do you think you'd be able to put together a roster for a sports station? And we said, yep,
11: and, without, without even thinking and about history it. History will say he did a, did a really good job of it. I think Kevin was a fantastic choice at 9 o'clock. KB and, was,
2: yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's the way it went. But what I'm interested in now is you had to do it without any sports rights, okay? So there was nothing, no... As Finny just told you, pigeon racing was about it. <laughs> now, <Giving> away <laughs> This station provides AFL and NRL, AFLW, SANFL Waffle, Northern Territory, Tassie State League, live. These are all the things that you hear on this station. Live golf, the Super Bowl, Spring Racing Melbourne Cup, EPL Supercar, Super Rugby, Ashes in England. Last, this year, the Indian Series, T Twenty World Cup, the BBL Cricket World Cup, Super Netball, Lawn Bowls, Athletics, Hockey, Se Track, and more. That. That is what you get now on the station.
11: I think that Unbelievable. You should be able to find your choices in us. We shouldn't tell you what you should be interested in. Clearly, it's an AFL town, and that's always going to be the lead product. But I think it's mm. great that you can offer something, and particularly with the app now, that you can offer something for everybody. Oh, it's
2: unbelievable. Um,
11: and I was, saying to, I was saying earlier in the program about how many young people
3: that I cross paths with still regularly who got their start or started here somewhere on SEN over the years.
11: I think the big miss for Gary was Sam Pang. He, uh, Sam was here as a talent. Gary yeah. didn't rate him at the time. No, no I can't. didn't think he was going to kick on. And actually, that was <laughs> Jono. That was, that was Jono. I was
2: gone. I was gone by that stage. <laughs> and I had dinner with Pang the other night, and he still brought it up. Yeah. He said his comment was the guy Jono. His comment to Annie yeah. Mar was not funny. He laughed at his own jokes. That bloke He's not funny.
11: <laughs> I reckon Doctor Turf sent me. Uh, some, email, some audio of Sam Pang When we didn't own the station as a, as a company Many yeah. years ago And i just got stuck in my inbox I didn't get a chance to listen to it I knew clearly of his talent And Doc held it against me for five or six years Rightfully and didn't so i <laughs> not like Doc still do brings that it, <laughs> still, brings it, still brings it up well, I told you about Pang back in the day yeah, He's still part of it Doc will be on your show tomorrow morning Yeah he, he will day. And yeah. uh, obviously th- um, thoughts are with his family After the tough week they've had But right, Doc yeah. will be and, and to Sophie's daughter But that, Doc will be in tomorrow morning Which will be great
2: And your show off the bench When did that start?
11: We started about a year in, so we would buy the time and take our chances. So we've you been... weren't
2: pa- you weren't paid contributors. You you produced your own show. We did,
11: and we, we we paid to be on, and 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 that model was still going with our regional network today. But the, to we had great support by bins like McDonald's and Thai and others who've been was for a long choices flooring a long time on the journey. So we, and Kubota, so we've been been very like the most um, infamous. Off the bench, I'm so glad the audio doesn't exist. We used to have syndication issues. We used to be at the Melbourne Radio School in St Kilda Road. <laughs> and sometimes it wouldn't work. So we had to go to SEN to do it. And then we had to be back in time to feed the regional. So we had to change studios during the show. Right. And one day, we, <laughs> Pickers and I thought we'd make a, a quick dash for it in the news from Swan Street to St Kilda Road. We took a wrong turn. <laughs> we weren't going to be there for the 1006 opener. And Pickers said, I'll park the car, you run to the studio. So I ran, and I was, I'm not in the best of Nick, as you famously called, Gary, in the uh, Legends game. And running into the studio, I couldn't get the door open. The music bed's playing for about a minute, and there's no one there. And I finally got there, and I was so puffed that I just uh, panted into the opener and had to throw to a break 30 seconds in. Bill Brownless had the audio for years, and I'm just so glad it's gone. because we, it's, uh, So Tim and I, Bill, did
2: mates. a show called Off,
3: uh, Off the up, up Country punk. Up Country punt. Punt. Yeah, right Yeah, Well, that was the inspiration was it. for our show. That's, no r- doubt. that's yeah. right. Yeah. And
2: and the station, because the inspiration for that show was us being three country boys. We just felt that the country areas were being neglected, that they weren't yes. getting access no to doubt. the stuff that we do here in Melbourne. So yeah. we started this show. You were a contributor.
11: Out of the five o'clock news, I'd do the footy, and you'd um, right. humor me for seven or eight minutes on news. And that... Open I've uh, been from the country myself. Yeah, it's thirty-seven percent of the population and overlooked mostly by um, metropolitan media. So that was my first experience to regional media, and uh, went on with it from there.
2: Yeah, no, that's unbelievable. Now, your favourite all-time audio? I
11: oh, we play a lot of it on. Uh, young Sammy's underestimated, I think. When you thought, have you got that? That's very underestimated.
3: Uh, Sam is in Heidelberg. Good morning, Sam.
7: Morning, boys.
3: Enjoy, young Sammy. Sam, how old, Sammy?
7: Who? How old? Yeah. How old are you? 49.
3: There you
2: go. You're 49? Yeah. Oh, I beg Sam... your pardon. <laughs> what about Dickhead? <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, there. and there, there. Tim linking to the defence. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
11: idiot. And you played it this morning. The quiz where we uh, finally couldn't get anyone to answer the question. I know, oh, we haven't tumors. played that yet. And, and and he had to give the answer away, and then two. Have we got that there, uh, Joel, at the back?
2: Yeah, I, I remember this as well. <laughs> the quiz
11: went for twenty five minutes, that's and no that, one could get the answer.
5: Have a listen. It's Stephen Bloody Kernahan. Goodbye. No quiz prizes tonight. A break, and when we come back, another break. <laughs> 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 and you like you've
11: liked uh, T Dollar and uh, oh, G Money
3: love... over the years, too, have haven't
11: well, you? T Dollar and G Money, and and Whippy Watson are the two great characters he ever invented. I think. I, I would love – the adventures of Whippy, I would I would still keep going. And I would love – I know it's time heavy on you. Well, but that, but yeah. that was a that was a COVID special it was. back in the day. Was,
2: we had no – there was no sport on, and we we're sitting – Tim's sitting at his house, I'm sitting at my house, and we thought, what are we going to do? So we started to see a serial <laughs> about a young kid from Dimboola.
11: And there's a reason why you guys do 1.2 million podcasts a month. It's a connection of content like that. Like that time was a unbelievably traumatic time for the – our city and the country, and the way you guys connected and gave us something to distract ourselves by, and that content, is, which was still on our podcast channel for three years, and we might bring it back. I think and put it back. We up should. We should bring we it back. Yeah, music.
2: Yeah, um, um, what's his name? The guy, um, the guy, music guy, who writes for the social pages. What's his
3: name? I knew it to He
2: just text. He wants to hear a bit more of T dollar and G <laughs> money.
3: Have we got it there? We, we played again. Yeah. Here we go. Me and G Money been waiting by the phone. Throw dog a bone, Gil, use on your own. You call that entertainment. My old lady better than Mike Brady. Up yours, Mr. CEO. What you got against men with afro? Were there could have been
6: busy? Was sherbet double book Been firing blank since meatloaf got cooked. Over to you, G Money. Get Toby to pull his eyeballs out and detach the retinas. Mummy, buddy slam that sucker. Go f yourself, mother. Off of a barrage, Gil, we could have
3: delivered
11: Snoop Dogg and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> How long did it take to write those? Just a, took, to a took, of two minutes. My, <laughs> my bit
2: took me thirty
11: seconds.
2: Ah, <laughs> 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 oh dear, that's funny. Well, oh, what's in store? What's in store? So, what have you got planned? Yeah, it's, it's, you're betting down now because everyone's had a crack at you, and they all come after you. So now it's just all right. Oh, let's get on with it. On with
11: it. Yeah, fantastic. Platform Ahead for the Future. So we're 20 years old today. We'll be here for 20 years and beyond. This this station was long before my time. It'll outlive me. This is an incredible cultural part of the zeitgeist to the city and it's due entirely to the audience. So I don't think anyone has any fears about where we're going, but we are charging and everyone should know this is going to be around for a long, long time to come. And thank you to the audience for their role and, I, and particularly to people like Ron yep. and to so many like Ron in the early days who found a way to make it happen. It's not easy to do. They were the... Um, the people that laid the path for us and we all benefit from. And it is great to see um, how many people we get to work with, employ and share the moment with every day. So huge respect for everyone who's been before. Good well on said. you,
2: mate. Um, well, we appreciate the work you do. You're a very, very hard working man and we don't need to blow any wind up your backside, but it, uh, it's a big job you've taken on and we're, we're thankful and we're thankful to Ron Hall as well because he was back there when we started, way back in the Swan Street days, Whispers.
3: He was, he was. Hey, what was the name of that show you went to see in New York again? Because I reckon that would be right up Hutchie's alley the next time he's in the Big Apple.
2: Someone text me here, they said here, I got convinced to do Sleep No More a few years back, Gaz. I still don't understand what it was. Sleep No
11: More, Hachi? Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing the things that Gary does these days, isn't it? <laughs> Is that all you've got to say? Let, let's go for a <laughs> s- sportsman <laughs> update,
1: Hutchie. Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Fremantle's Ross Lyon has
9: thrown up in the Australian today, plays 17 or 16 aside for he's tried it at training with just six in the centre square and loves it. Now football analyst David King has thrown up, last touch out of bounds between the arcs and a free kick is paid and that could be the saviour of the game. Tiger coach Damien Hardwick wants the umpires to be tougher and pay more deliberate out of bounds as the panacea the game is looking for. And, of course, Nathan Buckley won't like those thoughts, for he is a three- to five-year moratorium man. Don't touch any rules. So the game has a pimple on its nose. It has a scratch on a leg. has an ingrown toenail that all need treatment. But let's fix the leaking heart valve first, and we know what that is. I'll whisper it. Interchange. I'm KB. That's my take. Oh, the famous Kevin Bartlett takes and
2: the interchange was a constant. It was a the, the was, rotation. He wasn't keen on the rotation. No, but he
3: was partially right because that was one of the changes that was made, and then uh, pared back a bit. Well, then there was all the other ones that Steve Hawking made, which. Yeah. You and I, I think we agree on this, don't yeah. we, that the game improved dramatically over the last couple of years? Why would
2: I do? Um, Set the Sharon free. Ox and Marco need recognition. Well, you mightn't have been listening. We had Ox and Marco out of the 7 o'clock news. It's great to hear their voice, and it'll be great to hear this voice. We still hear it on the station, on SCN. Dermot Brereton, who was part of the original gang as well. Gay, Derm. Good morning, Gareth. Good morning, Timothy. (laughs) You you were an original. Yeah, original back in the day. We chased, when we put this together, we said we must get the biggest name in football, and that was Dermot (laughs) Brereton. And there you were, you, Huddo, and Matt Hardy, 4-7. Oh, yeah. Good
6: on you, Pinocchio.
2: (laughs) No, that's exactly what we did.
6: I, it, it was it was heady ground wasn't it it was um this is a, a new thing a new kid on the block in terms of radio stations uh we'd been over at triple m for some time uh since pretty well since the moment I retired from on field activities um and to get us there you know they sold the concept of this is going to be sport and I said, how much footy can you talk and And basically they came back and said, well, different people's opinions and different hosts will have a different slant on it. And we want them to conflict and we want to create people's opinions to call in and and it worked, and it's still working now.
2: That's a that's a really interesting point you make because we pulled some audio out of our very first opening monologue on the morning and said, "When you think you've had enough footy on this station, guess what? We're going to throw more footy at you." And we we know what this in this town in particular drives the
6: conversation,
2: and it is footy, and unashamedly so.
6: Uh, absolutely, um, and then we we started up with, and it's still going now. The first incarnation of crunch time. Yeah, massive. Anthony, yeah, Hutto, Hutto was in the um, uh, the anchor chair. There was myself, Grant Thomas, and Robbo. And uh, yeah. we had some really good conversations and we would actually get people on, you know, coaches of the losing team on and we'd, we'd openly say to them at the state, now, thanks for coming on. Um, you know we're gonna throw some curly ones at you. And when you sort of ask, uh, and, and forewarn them that you're going to ask some stuff that they mightn't like hearing, they they turn around and say, yeah, give it your best shot. Um, so we, we got that going and, and we had a ball with that, but one of my funniest times was yeah, we all know Tomo, Tomo's hilarious. Once you know Grant Thomas there is this personality underneath that is so mischievous and Robbo we all know Robbo and Robbo's Come on, and he's made his opinion, and he said, "Yeah, I'm doing this, and I and I feel this." And uh, and Tomo, look, yeah, I'm uh, um, I've, I've known you a, w- a long time. You you know me. I I I reckon this should be A, B, and C. And Tomo very nonchalantly said. I don't know you. (laughs) And Robbo's jaw, he just dropped his mouth open as if to say, it was what? The look on his face was, how could you say that to me?
3: (laughs) Uh, We're we're talking about all the the footy stuff and crunch time and all that sort of stuff. And this has just come through Dermot. My favourite Dermot uh, segment was Dermot's Dusty Record.
6: Dusty, Re- oh yes, yes, yes! yes. <laughs> I remember once, once, Timmy, I put, I said, play this little bit of music when we yep. used to come on on during the week, and you went, oh, I don't like that. That's very sinister. Oh, that's that's that's. Oh, yeah, that that really puts the heebie-jeebies up me. So yeah, you, yeah, I like that. That was good fun. Well, pop culture is a is a fair part mm. of the. Gee, I heard I heard Hutchie use the word. I've used it once in my life with Dwayne because Dwayne's a wordsmith. The zeitgeist of mm. of what uh, uh, you know this this town is is pop culture of football, uh, sport, and music. You know, I, mean, I don't know how I'm making this link, but we almost feel like this is the home of mushroom music in Victoria, and and the way that you know even. Skyhook sang about Carlton and and the like. You know, it, it all intertwines yep. as, to, as to what this town is. Yep. And the other thing that we stand
2: for uh, is accuracy yes. and homework. That's and right. Making sure that we we know exactly where we're going to go with I, the question. I know where. No, we're no, yes. That's right, yeah,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. And, yes. and if some. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. This is one of the great questions ever asked by anybody on this radio yeah, station. Good
6: on ya. Can I ask you, when you're off-season, when you go home, what we hear about when you guys go home is how it's a place you want to be and it's, you know, you never really want to get too far away from true home. How difficult is it to stay away from home, but here being, you know, away, for protracted periods of time, 10 months or so? Is there always a pull back to up north? Oh, I'm lucky. I'm from Lara. It's in the top. <laughs> it's in the top five, dude. <laughs> oh, mate, you know what we're like. It was my turn to get bloody coffees. At well, I've come back in and I've handed out the coffees and then Hutto points at me and I'm, I haven't even got my arse in the seat. And he goes, Christian, and I have looked down the, to the screen, who is this? And I saw, and I have no idea where the lad was from. And, and, and you can hear my mind kicking over to, to Someone might jump in and help me. Uh, <laughs> no idea who we're talking to. Oh, no, they left me out to hang out to dry and it turned into one something that nah. even I look back at now and listen and laugh with. They're great. We,
2: we love you and you continue to be a great part of this station. You were a part of the original group way, way back, mate. It's 20 years today since we
6: all started and
2: it was great to hear you again today.
6: Good on you, boys, uh, and happy
2: birthday to the station,
6: uh, and long may it live in this light and and continue to go from strength to strength.
2: On you, Jim. Dermot Berriton, and there are a few bigger names. In our time, in our time... The biggest. In in this uh, footy world, footy mad world that we live in, there are a few bigger than (laughs) Dermot Berriton and uh, his ability (laughs) to take topics to different places. We've all worked with him. I sit there sometimes, I go, where's he going? He brings it home more often than not, but that one... That one gets me every single time.
3: <laughs> hey, we've all had those moments, have, haven't we? Hey, you have. Uh, after the <laughs>
2: break, we're going to hear a little bit of Whippy Watson. That's going to come up as well. Bill Brownless, who was a part of the original morning crew, is going to join us. S. E. M. Breakfast. It's powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. And we do want to say big thank you to Tobin Brother Funerals for their support with SEN's 20-year celebration. Um, where we've been counting down the best S. E. M. moments. That one's going to be in there. <laughs> Tobin Brother's Funeral celebrating lives have been celebrating the great SEN memories. And, of course, um, when you think you've had enough football, you're going to get more football yes. here on the morning glory, Nate. We are 20 years in. Uh, Bill Brownless to join us in this half an hour. Um,
3: COVID came around. We had no sport. Nothing. But nothing. Cupboard was bare. <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing going on anywhere in the this world. this is
2: when we did our finest work. And we, we
3: couldn't even come into here no. and do the show together because we had to be separate. And uh, you were doing the program from your home and I was doing the program from my home. And That's then what? you came, you rang me one day and you said, look, I've got this idea. Why don't we do a radio serial? Exactly. Because that was big back in the day when
2: everyone had nothing else to do. And so we fashioned it around a young, young boy by the name of Whippy Watson who lived in Dimbula. Yep. And he uh, was a prodigious talent. And everyone was chasing him. We thought we'd have a little listen to uh, the adventures of Whippy Watson.
3: Well, Hawthorne are about to join the race. At Glenfrey Oval, the discussion about whether to recruit Whippy Watson is tense. Alan Jean sees Whippy as the answer to all his prayers. But John Kennedy Sr., Dipper Crawford, Steve Quartermain, who's been commandeered as an outside voice, are holding Yabby to account. The great coach hasn't always been a great recruiter and having this pointed out to him by Croft hasn't gone down well.
14: If you want to continue with this discussion and this morning you selected two things. You wanted to go back and dig skeletons
9: out of the cup.
3: Croft shudders in his seat recalling some of his own footy trip antics. The two most powerful <laughs> men in the room though, Jeans and Kennedy as it would expect have taken control of the meeting.
7: At least do something! Do Don't think, think. don't
3: hope, do! Dipper is sitting in the corner. He's been really quiet. No one has heard a peep out of him. They ask Dipper what he thinks, but his mind appears to be elsewhere.
5: I have a dog, I have a bird, and I have a wife. (laughs)
3: As powerful as Yabby is, he still portrays the figure of a man who believes in consensus.
6: There has got to be a crossroad. And when you get to that crossroad, you
7: either step up or you step down. It an entitled,
5: all up to you. You make the decision, not me.
3: Everyone agrees it's time (laughs) to throw caution to the wind, head off into the unknown and try to recruit the fat kid from Dimbuka. But it's a long trip and the party will need supplies. As fortune would have it, a local trader pops his head in with provisions. Tell them,
6: Tom, we have all the talking hands and bacon for you there. For <laughs> well, one, you've had it before, mm.
2: and you've had it before. I tell you what, was, Whispers, great. we are amusing ourselves through that tough COVID period. Where I hope we are amusing some, others. Some content. i will have to go back and have a listen to that whole thing. Um... What a
3: morning it's been.
2: We've got the cricket coming up after us, haven't we? After uh, Yeah, we
3: yeah. Have. how much longer do you think it'll go for? Do you reckon it'll get to uh, what, lunch? Us? No, the cricket on day three.
2: I think i I'm going to give you this. Okay, the, have you
3: got a cricket thought for me? Yeah,
2: the cricket's been pox. It's, it's, I know they'll say our oh, Pakistan were competitive. Mm. The three-zip Australia beating Pakistan was the greatest bet in the history of the world. This thing's going to be over inside two and a half days. We've got to bring back the rest of the world team. We've got India, yep. Great. Mm-hmm. We'll go and watch them. We've got um, England. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll go and watch them. That's it. Right. Bring back a rest of the world team and have them play against us.
3: Really? We'll, oh, like cool. the old World Series does? Yes. Yes. Is that your answer? Yes. To test cricket?
2: Because West Indies have tra- toured here two years in a row, and it's just about the death knell for test cricket. The West Indies keep coming here two years in a
3: row. Hey, But the Pakistan, that was quite an entertaining series. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, What did we win? No, but did you watch it from session to session? I watched it, yes. Oh, there's some edge, or, yeah, on the edge of the seat stuff that was going on there. <laughs> what about Sha- Sharma, Sharma Joseph? What do you think about him? I like him.
2: I'm not talking cricket with you now. I talk cricket with you in February when it's all I
3: think in, I, um, I might have watched more cricket than you have the summer. You probably have.
2: Hey, Bill Brownless will join us. Um, we're talking the 20th anniversary. He was uh, day one mm. on that fateful morning where we got together to launch the program and um, and we may
3: or may not, we may or may not talk to him about the Mark Webber interview too.
1: <laughs> Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Well, there's a tennis
14: tournament happening today. It's Australian Open?
2: Mm. It's just symbolic that we launch on the day that the Australian Open kicks off.
14: One of my favourites is playing first up at 11am. We're going to follow her. She's a wild card. Yeah, uh, be good. Olivia... Olivia is a name. She plays for Australia,
2: <laughs> and she... so... That's the in-depth <laughs> sports coverage that we got on day one when Bill Brownless joined Tim Watson and I uh, to launch this station, and he joins us with thanks to Triple M. William, welcome.
14: Uh, g'day Gaz and g'day wispy and uh, well done, boys. Twenty years—that is a, a bloody good thing to do and.
3: What about the voice? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's the audio. Yeah, I think it voice. is the audio. I remember you saying on that first morning, Bill, like, this is so good, this radio station's going to be around for another 20 years. How prophetic were you that day?
14: I uh, was well, pathetic, you're right. I just not <laughs> any words and uh, had no idea, but... I can't believe you're still going after some of the interviews we did. And if you remember rightly, back in the good old days when we first started, I reckon 6 till 7am, we used to get a bit fruity too about going on at home and um, things like you know, we've been going out and things like that. It used to get a little bit fruity.
2: We had some interesting interview topics and subjects along the way as well. And uh, Tim and I used to hold our breath on occasions when you used to go down a
3: couple of different paths. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey was there a was there a morning uh, just post gary was there a morning where you and andy might have gone out the night before and then you slept in the car your car ac- <laughs> across the road in richmond there
14: yeah well that yes that did happen and um andy didn't sleep he kept talking talk all night. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but also we did get in trouble there once when we went to the logies, i reckon and um And had a big night, and went straight through to the to the breakfast show, and um, we got in a bit of trouble there. Um, (laughs) We got yeah, we found a bit of trouble now and then. We had a couple of bosses come into our office and (laughs) and, and things over the journey.
2: (laughs) You were driving up from Geelong, and well, and in those first years, like you, you were leaving. What time were you leaving from Geelong to get there?
14: Well, I I remember because I'm not a morning person. I'm still not, by the way. So. but I used to get up at four o'clock, jump in the shower, and then just jump in the car and get up there. And you'd read the read the Herald Sun, and then we're on air. It was, um,
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't read the Herald Sun. You used to read. I th- you used to read the Harris Scarf. Uh, <laughs> and you used the to <laughs> <laughs> the laundry races. <system>. Laughter. <The laundry
4: system. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> when,
14: remember what? We get in there, we're all happy up and about an old a, a Captain Cranky. Stay food for the whole bloody hour, and then we get on air and oh, welcome! What a great day it is! Well, all that
2: crap. Oh, you, you talk shit. about yes, we had a, Captain yep. Cranky. What about Captain um, Old Driver Mark Weber when he when you interviewed him? How'd that go? <laughs>
14: well. He was having a few issues, he? with it. He couldn't finish. He couldn't finish the race at the time for old web. And I think I might ask him, did you get into the studio
4: okay today?
14: I said, well done, mate. You made it. Congratulations. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't happy. He
3: wasn't happy. He wasn't happy at all. I want to play this audio. This is you uh, talking about how you test yourself when you've got cramps. <coughs> Doesn't the grass grow quickly this time of the year? How good is it using the old snipper
14: oh. when it just goes? Except what? mine, there oh, must be something wrong because it keeps sparking me like an electric shock in the arm. Yeah, I reckon All there's of... something wrong with it. Every time I get <laughs> and it really hurt, like a big one, <laughs> you get... makes me jump. How... Jeez, it how often do you use it? Well, He's Putting electric yeah. sparks in his arm and you reckon there's something wrong with it. But I like to test to see how long I can do it. <laughs> Yeah, you do stupid oh, things like that.
3: Are you a masochistic well, whippersnipper man,
14: eh? Sometimes I like, oh, you make yourself get a cramp. things <laughs> you, when you're lying in bed and you just see if it'll hurt.
3: You're still doing that? you still up to that?
14: I still do that in bed with a tan. I love it. Like you test it. You
4: just test it. And it, and then, and then
3: it grabs you and you're Oh, Billy, hey, what, what about that morning we came off air and we have been talking about uh, the late Danny Frawley, uh, God rest his soul. But uh, Danny, yep. uh, there was all that speculation about whether or not he's going to get the sack or whatever. And I might have thrown into the conversation oh. that, uh, oh. you know, what about Mark Harvey as a replacement? Oh. And you and, I, you and I went for our regular walk around the tan and what happened?
14: Well, we're walking along, and Tim and Wispy and I have a great old chat. And then, about 100 metres in front, of, running towards us, is Sparta, of course, with a couple of Richmond coaches. And I go, G'day, G'day, Sparta He goes, G'day, Bill. And, well, Wispy said, G'day, Danny. And he said, what did he say? We, he we can't repeat it on here. <laughs>
4: and
14: anyway, I will put my head down. I, I got embarrassed. Um, nearly, nearly as much embarrassed when you had to go at KB one day after work. But oh no, no, we
3: won't talk about that. We, we, won't, we won't talk about that. What
2: about that time the guy, the guy who had the nickname for KB?
3: Well, the golfer that came in that morning. <laughs>
14: Oh, oh, Who was that?
3: Who was that? The, um, oh, the Australian golfer, the from um, Cobden or oh, um, oh, not great. Mark A-
2: Appleby?
3: Appleby, Stuart Appleby. Appleby. That's Stuart Appleby, Appleby and Stuart Appleby. yes. Yep. And
2: um, uh, were you with us with the Tiger Woods interview?
14: No, I don't reckon I was with Tiger. Oh,
2: no.
3: You must
14: have. We had the. The transgender athlete, that My, was an
3: interesting one, 20 years ago. That's right, Myanna Bagger. Did yep. you tie
2: yourself in some knots trying to get a Christian you, out?
3: You, there? You, you, were, you, you were trying to be upfront, straight Bill that morning, and the more you tried to spit it out and get it right, the bigger the hole that was that you dug for yourself.
14: I remember looking across at I was on the floor. You are on the floor. Gaz was looking out
2: you tied yourself into a pretzel. That's what you were. There was no way
3: out. I think I think your favourite might have been when uh, John So was the, um... the Lord, Mayor. Lord Mayor of Melbourne.
14: Tim, <laughs> 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 No, we asked him what number was beef oh, <laughs> and <laughs> And he said,
7: number 69. I don't think he said that. <laughs> he did.
2: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus.
3: Me, did he say that? He, <laughs> he, he, he did, as a matter of fact, he did.
2: Now, Eric has just texted in. We're going to have to wind up. Eric texted in. He said, before you, you say goodbye to Bill, can you get him to say Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Ohio. Ah, there you go. That's how far you've come.
14: Ohio. Ohio. I couldn't say that for a while. because was no, a lot on there. There's to a lot of things I couldn't say.
3: Hey, right, somebody wants to know whether or not you've turned that tracker off that you've had on me for the last uh, ten oh. years as well. Oh,
2: didn't you crack the sands over there? Well, just quickly tell us what that was about. Well, because oh, what... I track the kids,
14: you know, you get it on your iPhone, you track the kids where they are. Oh, yeah. and for some reason, I had wispy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was when he was up at the phone, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I said it on air on the uh, over the other station, and um, <laughs> and, and Whisky Ringby. Like, oh, I obviously cracked the set. Take it off now. That's unfair.
2: <laughs> 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 He's cracked <laughs> <Whispy>. Stalking <laughs> you. Hey, um, great to talk to great you. To talk. It is great to see you and talk to you. You recovered from your overseas trip,
3: all right? That was you, you expensive went, over there, isn't it, Bill? Oh, I don't. I'm not
14: even going to talk about it. The <laughs> credit card caught buyer. What about you pay? Yeah,
4: fair
14: enough. You pay then the tips. The Americans do, they want twenty percent, and then the conversion rate gets stuck, and then
3: the tax on top of that.
14: And not one night did the kids put up their hand and say, I'll get this one, Dad. Not one. <laughs> no, that's
3: one unusual. Night. That's very unusual, children not doing hey, that.
2: Yeah, uh, the first morning, the very first voices they heard on this station was one of yours, and uh, we couldn't have done it without you. So we thank Triple M. you're are knocking them dead with you and JB over there, but we appreciate you coming on and giving us some time this morning.
14: No, well
2: done, boys. Congratulations to you, Wispy, and well done to you, guys. None no, you will. No, no, no. Billy Brownless there, uh, part of our original breakfast team. If you want to come along and celebrate today from 3 o'clock at the Sporting Globe in Richmond, send us a text with your name and your email address on it now. There's some spots there we're going to get together. I'm going to wander down there, have a beer with Hutchie and the group and our great listening audience. So uh, send a text with your name and email address on it now. We'll be back to wrap up after this.
1: Celebrating 20 years of SEN. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. We're only got about 20 seconds here. Thanks, everyone, who's been a
2: part of the show today and texting. Sorry if we laughed too much during that interview. People said they couldn't understand everything, but I
3: think you got the gist of it. We're just reminiscing and having a, a good time. Yes, a lot of fun this morning. Thanks to everybody that made themselves available to come on and talk about 20 years of SEN. Yeah, not everyone's still station clearly, but... Uh, Great to have him back. Thanks to Tobin Funerals and Kubota.
2: We'll be back on the 14th, I think, of Feb. Let's mm-hmm. come around quick. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs>